Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to Kings of Non Sequitur. Any topic, any subject, anything goes. With your host, Jay Andre. Boys are back in the saddle. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy 316 Day to everybody listening. You are indeed listening live to Kings of Non Sequitur, the off-season version of In Much Less Detail, the podcast. We are here with you live on a Wednesday night, March the 16th, 2022. I'm Dre. He's Jay. A month off from the podcast after the football season has ended. I went out of town and came back. I will have a review in the after show of Royal Caribbean Odyssey of the Seas for those who want to listen to that. But the important thing, the reason we're here, March badness, the way God intended, actually in the stadiums, in the arenas with people and not in a big bubble, which is not what anybody liked or intended. Jay got his bracket. I got my bracket. Uh, Jay, how much uh, college basketball did you, uh, did you consume to get ready for this? That would be zero. All right. Which actually puts me in the majority of people who fill out brackets now. <laughs> right. Yeah, a lot of people seem to just go on, well, who's, who's the mascot? Who's the cutest mascot? Oh, yeah. Who's got the prettiest colors? Uh, yeah, and, and they wind up winning the pools. So Yeah, that, but, but as, I, as I do with most things, I, I pick on feel. I pick on, you know, I, I do look at the stats for this, so... Um, so I was telling you right before the show, I like the Yahoo uh, bracket set up better because they actually give you a little bit more deep dive into the uh, into the numbers. Where the ESPN though does give you a lot more of the uh, like like how the team did against quality opponents and so hey, it's the tournament. None of that matters. <laughs> They're all supposed to be quality opponents at this point, right? You, you'd think. Well, I mean, yes. So, uh, yeah, uh, it'll, it'll be fun. It's always fun. I, I, I got a title to defend. I, I ran you out of the building last year. <laughs> you did. Beat that ass good. So, yeah, I got to get my revenge for that. No, I sent you the uh, the ESPN group. Yes. Honestly, I, I forgot that I'd, I'd been doing Yahoo. I just I didn't even realize. I just, <laughs> it's okay. I did them whatever, both. Whatever. Well, actually, <laughs> well, I, did, I, will, I, I correct myself. I did one bracket and then right. copied it over. Right. Yeah, so this is exactly what I do. I, I'm wearing the same club when that when it comes to that one bracket, no multiple different brackets. Oh, I got I picked that champion. Well, yeah, that was your tenth bracket, though. Does that really count? Well, yeah, I like on ESPN. It says you can submit up to twenty five brackets. I was like, <laughs> what? So at that point, you're not really picking a bracket. You're just playing lotto. You're, you're just hoping to uh, yeah, you you pick might as the well right just combination. Lottery numbers because right. if you're going to have 25 different brands, then you feel like a Joel. I had that one on one out of my 25. <laughs> oh come on! I don't know how anyone could keep up with that. Did I have that as a winner? I don't remember. I, Let me look through I all my brackets. Guy, he, I worked with a guy who was real heavy into into sports betting, and um, yeah, he'd he'd have like 10 different brackets. 
And of course, he'd pat himself on the back if he had one of those outcomes. I'm like, come on, really, <laughs> really. You know what? You, you got to be proud of yourself, no matter I how guess. you get there. I guess, yeah. But now nah, we we do not do that. We do not subscribe to that. We each have one bracket. We each have uh, one winner for each game, all the way up through the championships. And we will get right to those picks right now. Uh, the little bit of prize that we always have on the line for our bracket picks is uh, the loser has traditionally had to watch the ESPN coverage of the NFL draft when we get ready yeah. to do our draft aftermath. And right. the winner gets to uh, watch the NFL Network version because it's uh, much better, quite frankly, much more quality uh, uh, production. Uh, so I guess we'll still keep that uh, as the as the prize for our bracket picks here. Uh, we went all the way up to the last day before the uh, the brackets, and you you wanted that, you requested that because you needed time to figure out your brackets and figure out who's doing what. And I'm appreciative of that time because, it, as it turned out, it took me all the way up to uh, basically an hour oh. ago before I, I picked my bracket. But that's because wow. I really I, I really got into it. I'm I, I was so happy to have the uh, the tournament back the way it's supposed to be. I watched as much as I could after the football season was over, um, even taping games while I was out of town on my cruise and came back and, and I just, you know, I, I wanted to get a little taste of, of all of these teams. I didn't watch, you know, four or five games of each team. I watched maybe, you know, a half of some of these teams, but I just wanted to be able to get something, you know, to, to get a, a flavor of who these teams are and sort of base my picks on a little bit of, of seeing that. And of course, a little bit on, on numbers as well. I, I love my numbers uh, as, as much as you do, maybe more. Uh, so definitely got some numbers going on as well. So uh, ready to make our, our picks. Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, we got to make it official. We got to get the whistle going. Last time yeah. we'll do the whistle for the longest. It's, it's hard now because we don't have TVs at the job anymore. So yeah, we we don't have the ability. They turned off our cable, um, so the one little TV that we had that we could still get some live entertainment on, we haven't had that. We we didn't have that for. They turned it off on us right before football season started. Oh, um, that's awful. And, and I'm just not interested enough in, in in college basketball in general that I'm gonna you know overload my data for the month uh, trying to watch college basketball on uh, on Sling. Which and I rush keep, home after work to, which, and shove yeah. your family inside. I gotta watch these college basketball. I gotta watch Xavier and Marquette. And I only stay subscribed on the sling until the NFL draft, and then I cancel it for six months. <laughs> well, you, you got a system working, so that's good. I, I do, I do. It, it works for me. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I actually was. I, I take it back. I maybe watched ten minutes of college basketball because I was at Buffalo Wild Wings with my family last week, okay. and uh, they had them on the TVs. There you go. That, that's like your, the conference, your preparation. The conference attorneys were on the TVs, and none of them made an impact on me at all. <laughs> well, there you go. It so was one of those, you know, uh, it was one of those, like, inconsequential tournaments where somebody ends up probably being a 15 or a 16 seed. Right. But we'll yeah, see. I, I, can't, I can't make myself watch those either. It's like, I, I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're going to get smushed anyway. Because they look great because uh, they're playing against, you know, yeah. punching bags. <laughs> and then they just get annihilated by 42 points in the first round. Yes, usually. But, but sometimes usually. they don't. Hey, you know, they, they, yeah, we, we, we have our upsets. so We, we do. 
Uh, I'm going to start up off in the uh, upper left there in the west. In the west, And yep. I'm going to, once again, rip off uh, Tony Kornheiser and go. I just want, in the first round, we don't have to talk about any of the uh, any of the games that are not upsets as far as the seeding goes. I just want you to tell me any games in the first round that you have that are technically upsets by seed. Uh, I've got two only in the upper left of the bracket there. I, and, and again, I, I never consider 8-9 an upset, but I do have Memphis over Boise State. Okay. Um, and I have the winner of Rutgers-Notre Dame over Alabama. <laughs> Whoever wins, doesn't matter. Whoever wins. Well, I, I, I was actually banking on Notre Dame winning this game tonight, which uh, it's a one-point game right now, um, as far yeah. as I can see. Um, so some of that played into that. So I'm, I'm making two picks in one. Okay. So you're sort of going with Notre Dame, but even if Rutgers wins. Sort of. I'm sort of going, yeah, I mean, it's obviously, you know, I guess if Notre Dame loses, I could go back in and change that pick because it lets you change it up until, you know, tip off of the first game. Um, but you wouldn't do you wouldn't do that, but, would you? Ah, uh, no, 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 no. Why not? <laughs> you know, it's I don't have a lot of. Uh, I only have two upsets in that in that top ha- top part of the bracket, so I will. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, uh, yeah, Memphis. You know, hey, it's Penny Hardaway's team. It's it's your hometown now. My guys down here. Yeah, That's they, your guys. They, they, uh, they finished they finished strong. So I see. They did. <laughs> <laughs> Not based on any watching of the team that you actually did. No, um, and, and you know, and based off the uh, the the quality wins uh, or quality opponents thing here on on ESPN, it was a mixed bag for them. Um, right. But it, they they hung with good teams. I mean, they beat Houston twice. They beat Virginia Tech. Uh, you know, they clearly have quality wins on on their slate. Um, and, and I kind of like these teams that that finished hot. And that's what I'm looking at with Memphis. So that's what I went. That's why I went with them. Okay. Uh, understood there. I could not do that. Uh, Memphis, uh, this is, again, based on what I've watched, uh, the little bit that I was able to watch of each team and also based on some numbers. Uh, Memphis coughs up the rock too much for me. They, they they try to create offense, and they just keep turning it over. 16.4 turnovers per game. That was six from the bottom in the nation. I, I can't. I can't take them out west against uh, Boise State, so I cannot do that. Um, Michigan State and Davidson will be doing the the Spider Man meme at each other because they're the same team. Neither team's very athletic or fast, and, <laughs> and they, they both have to play tight team ball to survive. I'm going to take uh, Tom Izzo's guys to outlast uh, the Wildcats. They they can't get Steph Curry back for this game. I'm sure they looked into it, but he's ineligible, so Davidson will not be able to uh, to pull that stunt off. Um, I, I have one upset in the West. I got one less than you. You thought you had a, a wow. small amount. I only got one. And what? it is the 13 seed Virginia Tech. You talked about them as a quality win for Memphis. I do not have Memphis, but I have Virginia Tech advancing over Arkansas. Uh, the only big. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Am I doing something wrong? We're doing the West, right? Uh, I, I got Vermont over Arkansas. I said Virginia Tech. <laughs> I, I saw. <laughs> I always fuck something up every time. I was like, show. wait a minute. What is, I was like, I, I, that's, that's the wrong bracket. Okay. No, that's the right bracket. I just saw VT in my own handwriting, and I assumed it meant Virginia ah. Tech, and it doesn't. It means Vermont. <sighs> Fooled myself. Nice job, Dre. Uh, 
uh, Vermont over Arkansas. The, Vermont. Uh, the I, I toyed with that one. Yeah. Then didn't do it. And then I didn't do it. Well, I, I, I pulled the trigger. The, the only big that gets significant run for, for Arkansas is Jalen Williams, not the Auburn Jalen Williams. There's two, believe it or not, there's two Jalen Williams in this tournament. One plays for Auburn and the other one it's uh, for Arkansas, two different people. Uh, but yeah, Arkansas, they don't shoot the three well. Uh, uh, Vermont, I almost did it again. Vermont shoots, shoots the ball well and they can dominate. They got some depth. Uh, they got good team play. I got this uh, as, as an upset, my only upset uh, in the first round in the West. And uh, Eric Musselman, our, our guy, we know his wife is, yep. is up there going to be uh, rooting for him, and uh, we, we know what uh, we know what she's going to say if uh, if they don't win this game. You know, it's, it's just coming. You know it's coming every time. So. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so that's a, so wow. We're you're, you're more chalky than I am. I am for for the first round in the, in the West, and I got to make sure I get the, the actual team names right uh, as I as I go forward here. Uh, like, all right, so. wait, they're in a different region. <laughs> and I then was I right you were doing the wrong team. one. Then you confused right. me. No, I, we're we're, we're you're, you're you're good. I'm completely okay. messed up so far, and, and you're good. No problem. We move from there to the round of 32, and go game by game from that point. So we. Uh, you have Gonzaga, Memphis uh, to go to to the Sweet Sixteen, and so who do you got in, uh, coming out? Uh, of that I do game? not have uh, no Memphis. <laughs> you, you said they turn the ball over too much. That gets you through yeah. one round. Uh, you know, talent can get you past them. Gonzaga, man, they just yeah. run and run and run. You cannot yeah, turn the do. ball over against Gonzaga. They'll put one ten up on them if they do that. <laughs> in college, uh, yeah, you, you didn't watch much college, but you got that part right. You. You know what Gonzaga is capable of, so you, you're, score you're a lot of points. Yeah, they they can score a lot of points. I also uh, have Gonzaga moving on uh, over Boise State to go to the Sweet 16, uh, and then we both have. Uh, yeah, we've got the same four or five matchup, and uh, yeah, I've got Arkansas uh, over UConn, so I've got them moving on. No, we don't have the same one. I have uh, Virginia Tech, which I think is Vermont, which I think is Virginia Tech. Oh, Vermont, Tech. right. You, that's right. You had Vermont <laughs> beating Arkansas, where I have Arkansas. But that's a big, there's a big bracket buster for one of us, some points. Um, yeah, or early on. Yeah. Um, so, I'm sorry. Uh, so, But I have Arkansas beating UConn, and you have Vermont playing UConn. Uh, so Virginia you have Arkansas Tech, and Vermont. <laughs> So you have Arkansas in the Sweet 16. I do. And uh, okay. And for me, UConn versus Vermont. Uh, UConn doesn't have much size either. Uh, but I, I saw a lot more crashing the boards and playing uh, big, playing like they're big than I saw out of Arkansas. So I'm actually going to take UConn uh, over Vermont, not Virginia Tech. Um, and so I have <laughs> UConn uh, into uh, into the Sweet 16. And then. You have whoever comes out of the Rutgers Notre Dame game, do. game uh, against Texas Tech. I do, and I actually have them winning over Texas oh. Tech—a big upset. Whoever the, you, you want Notre Dame, but if it's Rutgers, you're, you're going to ride with them right. as well. And I'll scare your pants off with this one, just because. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh. <laughs> Why not? There's going to oh, be boy. upsets. It's the tournament. Uh, there is. There is definitely going to be upsets. Uh, for me, I have Alabama versus Texas Tech in that particular matchup. 
Uh, Bama can beat anybody. They can also lose to anybody. Uh, this is light D versus tight D. Bama's got a very light defense from what I saw, and Texas Tech has, has got a very tight one, so I'll take the uh, Texas Tech Red Raiders to move on to the Sweet 16. And then we both actually have the, the same matchup for the bottom of that, which is Michigan State versus Duke. Because okay. you got to figure it's, – it's Coach K. It's the swan song, and I know he's going – this is a bad – you know, this is, this is one of those, like, oh, man – this feels like one that could trip them up because Michigan State just they pull they just what do they they just pull these things out when it gets to this time. But they do. I'm gonna give it. To, yeah, you, I've been happy bouncing Duke. I think in the second round of every <laughs> bracket I've had ever. But no, I'm I'm giving this one to Duke. I can hear the pain in your voice as you do that. Um, I concur, Sparty. Uh, they just don't have the horses this year. Uh, yeah, Gabe Brown is their leading scorer for Michigan State. You know how many points he averages? 11.4. That's your leading oh, scorer. Man. That's, yeah. That's awful. I don't know how so, they do it. I, I just yeah. don't know how Michigan State keeps doing it. But they find, you know, they they, 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 they they ugly it up. They slow it down. They're really the only Big Ten team that sort of has, you know, unlocked this thing. I know. And so I'm definitely scared of that pick as well. But we're both going to go Duke. Moving on to the uh, regional in the West. Where is that regional at? Yeah. San Francisco, uh, which we'll see Gonzaga. We both have Gonzaga playing in that Sweet 16 yeah. matchup. You have them against Arkansas. I have them against UConn. Do we both have yeah. Gonzaga moving on? Yeah, I do. And I'll make it real simple. I've got this as a Gonzaga-Duke uh, fight to go to the Final okay. Four. Yeah, the the, the one-two chalk, okay. It is. It, and I will, I will. You started with this one, but I will say, oh, I've got one other one-two, um, but that's it. So this is a one-two for me. Okay. Um, I do not have one-two. I have Gonzaga advancing over UConn to make the Elite Eight, and I have Texas Tech knocking oh. off Duke and oh, ending wow. Coach K's run. This will be more it's than a over. Uh, more than a than a scare, uh, you know. Duke gets scares all these years, but this will be even more one. I think Tech has the athleticism and the effort and the good ball movement. Uh, national uh, name of the year, uh, Adonis Arms. You, you, you got to love that name. Come on, I'm Adonis Arms. Can you imagine just walking up to I? I'm Adonis Arms. That's a good um, one. That is. It's a, he's a do it all role player. I like him. He was going to be co name of the tournament because. Uh, Bryant uh, University had a kid named Peter Kiss, who was actually the leading scorer in the nation, uh, but they got knocked out earlier today. I was so upset. No Peter Kiss in the tournament. How great of a name is Peter Kiss, especially for a a college kid uh, and the leading scorer on your team? Can you imagine the pussy that guy gets? His name is Peter (laughs) Kiss. Are you kidding me? So jealous of him. Uh, Anyway. Uh, and, and arms, uh, Adonis Arms, he does have great arms, and he better. You have a name like Adonis Arms. But, yeah, as for Duke, uh, you know what? Duke, they started coughing up games as the year wore on. I think the pressure of winning it all for Coach K was, was going to smother them. Like, they're not that, you know, they're not the veteran crew. They don't have a whole lot of guys that have been around. And, and they got NBA-level studs, uh, particularly Paula Benchero. But they, they play too individualistic, I think, a, a good team. A uh, game is going to take them down. I think Texas Tech will be the ones to do that. So we both have Gonzaga in our Elite Eight. You have them against Duke. I have them against Texas Tech. Who is in your Final Four out of the West? Uh, I went with Duke. 
you were going to be in pain either way. If, if, if you pick Gonzaga or Duke, you were going to well, be. You don't know. I, I I I rode Gonzaga all the way to losing the title last year, didn't I? Uh, did you? I believe yeah. I did. I put last year completely out of my mind. I didn't want to think about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> because it was over by the yeah. round. It was over by the Sweet Six. No, I, I had Gonzaga. First weekend. Lose. I had Gonzaga getting all the way to the final and then losing. I just didn't have the uh, correct opponent for them, but I did have them losing the final. Um, but you had you had them losing in the Elite Eight. But I've got. Uh, I do. I did. They just. It's Gonzaga. <laughs> it's yeah. Duke. There's just it's the mystique, and uh, it's going to get them to the uh, it's going to get them to the final four. I'm doing the okay. Tom Brady thing this year. I'm doing the Buccaneers thing. Oh, I just keep picking there them. We go. They won't make it. <laughs> just jinxing them. Oh. Jinxing them. They're going to go out to Cal State Fullerton. <laughs> oh, we can all hope that that would be a, that would be a very uh, hilarious if that happened. I was okay, hoping so... North Carolina would be in their bracket. Oh, yeah, that would that would have been something. Um, I, I know they, there's something where conferences they they do have a rule where they can't meet for a certain amount of time, like either until the Elite Eight or right. something like that. Um, so that would have been, but yeah, <laughs> North Carolina knocking out would have been really fun. Okay, so we have picked our West. Let's go across the bracket to the South on the right hand side in the upper right hand corner. In the South, any first round upsets out of you? I've got. Two, three. Ooh, I have three, three too. I wonder if they're the same one. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. Like, again, it's hard to call an eight nine a upset, but I've got TCU <laughs> call. Uh, I don't know if you're right. on board with that one. I am. I've got Michigan over Colorado State. Okay, you're on your own with that one. I do not. Have and that. of course, of course, I've got Loyola over Ohio State. <laughs> Oh, Sister Jean. She just won't go away. She's going to outlive us. They, after what they did for me that year when I wrote them, <laughs> and you laughed uh, at me. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Believe me. I I got to do it, you know, it just just for just for shits and giggles. I got to take it. And it's, again, they're playing a Big Ten team. <sighs> yeah, the Big they got nine uh, teams in this year, the Big Ten, so – they they keep well, getting more and more opportunities. Well, there's 17 to... teams in the Big Ten now, right, <laughs> or whatever 10. it is. I mean, it keeps getting bigger. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of teams in the Big Ten. It's not 10. We know that much. Um, so, we, so we diverged on a couple there, I'm guessing. Uh, uh, we diverged on one. I do not have Michigan. Oh, you have Loyola, uh, too? <sighs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> so, uh. I mean – Get get my crap out real quick if I can. Uh, TCU over Seton Hall, the nine eight uh, that we yeah. uh, agree on. Uh, bet yes. this under. I don't know yeah. if you're following over unders, and, and if you're a gambling uh, degenerate out there, you probably are. But yeah, I love this under for this game. Yeah, TCU. Rugged, uh, TCU uh, plays some defense. Yeah, well, both of them. Two rugged physical teams. They. They batter people on the glass. Uh, the the difference is Seton Hall really doesn't like to pass. It's there's a few teams like that in the in the field this year. They just don't seem to like to pass the ball. Uh, near the bottom of the nation in assists. It's so weird to to watch them play, just up and down and trying to not pass at all. Uh, TCU is not exactly smooth on offense, but at least they try to pass the damn ball. So yeah, I'll agree with you on that one. Uh, 
UAB over Houston, the old 12-5. I'm going to go on that one. Uh, you know, losing two guys, averaging double-digit points, it, it's going to catch up to you at some point. So there, there's another angle that a lot of people don't look into. Houston lost some some talent. They lost two players uh, that, that averaged some, some decent points. I think it'll cost them here against UAB. They have the Conference USA MVP Jordan Walker, averages 20.4 a game uh, and just just under five assists. He put 40 on Middle Tennessee State getting to the conference title game. Uh, I think it's a bad time for the Cougars to, to lose uh, – good players and run into a hot player. I'll take the Blazers in that 12-5 upset. Uh, Chattanooga can knock off Illinois. I'm not picking it. I can't do it. They, they got that size. They got that NBA size. They don't have that talent. And Illinois can get complacent, as we've seen, but I still got the Illini in a close one there. Um, and I don't think uh, Michigan has enough juice to run off Colorado State. So that that's that's the one that you got. Uh, don't tell yeah. Juwan Howard. Don't tell him. Shh, don't tell him I picked uh, against yeah, him. And don't yeah, don't run the score up on him either. He will pop you in the don't face. Don't call a timeout. Or don't call a timeout so that you can put in your uh, put in your reserves at the end of the game either. <laughs> don't do it. Don't mess with Ron Howard. Um, well, this is interesting because long... I, I, you know what, Houston's one of those teams. I, I love Houston. Uh, I, I had them running last year, and uh, boy, I hope you're wrong about this one because I got them running again. Because yeah, they lost mm. players. They're they're still loaded. They are, and, and they're still the class of that uh, conference. But, yeah, I, I think they just lost a little too much talent, so we'll see. And to go in as a five, too. So, yeah, hopefully uh, – no, please, Houston. <laughs> no. Hey, you, you know, 12-5. Come on, you know. But, hey, yeah, yeah. I think for me it's 13s and 14s this year. Wait till we get to the – oh, man, yeah. Wait till Uh-oh. we get to later. I got a 12-5 uh, yet. I, I still have a 12-5, so we're good. Okay. Uh, Longwood, I think, is plus 18 against Tennessee. Uh, I think that's going to be an up-tempo back-and-forth game. I definitely like the, the points on the point spread there, but, of course, I can't take Tennessee to lose to, to Longwood straight up. But... It would only be better if Peter Kiss played for Longwood. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, Loyola over Ohio State is uh, the other upset that we agree on yeah. there. But, you know, Buckeyes, they struggle with fundamentally sound teams. And, of course, Loyola, if, they're, if there's that's nothing That's all else, they are. They are fundamentally sound, um, you know. In Ohio State, that the one thing that pisses me off about them—they could have a star in uh, EJ Liddell, the big man. He is—he's been watching too much Harden, man. He's trying to draw fouls every single time down. He's not going to the basket, and he's too damn timid. Just oh, that pisses me off so much. So, yeah, I got Ohio State getting bounced uh, in the first round, as you do as well. Uh, in the round of 32, we both have uh, Arizona at the top against. TCU, and so we who do you do. have winning that one? I have Arizona winning that one. Yeah, um, I, I concur with that one. Uh, you can play as much stifling defense as you want. Eventually, you have to score. Uh, words of wisdom from Jay, right there, folks. Thank you. But you've got UAB to... against Illinois, so that I do, and. Uh, I uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the uh, the Illini. I know they they ah. struggle sometimes to figure out what they're doing. That they they just gotta they, they know what to do. They just got to do it. You know, Kofi uh, Cockburn, Colburn, Kofi Cock- Cockburn. Hey, <laughs> uh, yeah, love that Kofi Cockburn. <laughs> he, he's just, he's got to <laughs> he's got to play the way he knows how to play. If they let Alabama Birmingham knock him out of the term, that would just be. Pitiful, so I went no, to I'm... McDonald's last week, spilled coffee in my lap. Now I got a coffee, <laughs> cockbird. I sued him. 
I want forty million dollars. Um, <laughs> of course, I have Houston winning this game over Illinois, so you better not be right about UAB. <laughs> of course. Uh, so you have Houston in the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, you have Michi- Michigan against Tennessee to go to the Sweet Sixteen. Right, and I actually took Michigan. Ooh. To pull this upset. You love some Michigan. Is this another just because? I, I do. Uh, yeah. My, all, my whole bracket is just because. This is the just because <laughs> bracket. You should name you, you should name your bracket just because on the on the Just website. because. <laughs> it worked for me last year. No, actually last year I, I had seen some college basketball. Um I thought I was making some informed picks last year. This year I'm just doing it off of stats and and feelings and, and, and you know and, and write ups and uh, you know. Tennessee's a bunch of chokers, man. Come on. <laughs> Um, I have Tennessee to advance and not choke and make at least make the Sweet Sixteen. They're too fast right. for for. I got them against Colorado State and they're they're way too fast for them. They should speed by the uh, the Rams. Um, and then Loyola Villanova. We both are looking at that matchup and who do we have in the Sweet Sixteen? I have Villanova. Don't, don't do it again. Oh, no, okay. I'm not doing it, do it again. Do it again. Okay. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I concur. Loyola is too weak. They're they you know their coach is the youngest in college. The 30 year old Drew Valentine. And I'm looking at Loyola play. Drew Valentine would be the strongest guy on the on the team if he played. Like they do, they have a weight room at Loyola. That those are some skinny dudes, man. They need to go uh, hit some weights. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Villanova's going to just run over them. That is not uh, a sports school. No, it's no Loyola. <laughs> right. <laughs> but man, something about Sister Jean. They 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 keep doing it for. Her. I don't know why. Uh, so in the Sweet Sixteen, you are looking at. Arizona versus Houston. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got Houston again. Ooh, I told you. Oh I've got Houston going a long way here. I see that. I like that Houston um, team. They are, yeah, my, even with the injuries. Yeah. They are uh, one of the few teams that actually operates at that defensive and offensive efficiency level. And they've been doing it through the injuries. It's not like these guys just got hurt last night. Yeah, this is this is true. So, um, boom. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, this... uh, yeah, one of four teams in the country, top ten, uh, top uh, that are top fifteen in offense and defense, and they're only oh, one spot away out of being top ten in both. So I that there it I is. Like you, some Cougars. Man, uh, I South do. region in, uh, in in San Antonio. We're not going to go there. Um, Arizona versus Illinois for me. Here's where we are going to sort of agree. We both have Arizona getting bounced in the Sweet 16. And number oh. one, Arizona Wildcats yeah. going right. down. And I have them getting bounced to, to, Illinois? The, to the Illini. Again? This is yeah, why I beat it again. you last year. <laughs> Partially, yeah. But look, uh, it needs to be a real, be a real good game. Two athletic squads, both teams. Uh, shot selection can be iffy, so uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Illini. They're not as young as Arizona, so they should hopefully have grown up a little bit and figure out how to to win these games. Very active in the passing lanes, they can they can knock off the Wildcats. I I, I don't think it's going to be a you know a, a mauling or anything like that. But yeah, I just I got Illinois to, cook, to, to squeak one out over over Arizona. Arizona's really good. They're really talented, but they're also yeah. really young. And uh, I've got so used to going in Houston with, uh, is actually. I guess by college terms, this is why I have Houston winning this game. Houston is a veteran college team. Yeah. 
Yeah, they they definitely got some. There's a lot of uh, sort of veteran teams. All these rules with the transfers and whatnot. Right. There's there's more players playing. Uh, you know, they, they gave them a bunch of breaks last year because of the COVID shit. So there's a lot of players right. that, in their you know fifth and sixth and all, it feels like seventh well, year in, them, in college. We make fun of that that that, that kid from Iowa who's like yeah. in his eighth year. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll get to him. <laughs> definitely. Uh, on the downside of that. South bracket, you have uh, Michigan against Villanova, is that right? I do, and I have Villanova. I have, I have Michigan's run ending here, so I've got the 2-5 matchup in the uh, round of eight, Houston-Villanova. And my matchup for that one is 2-3 uh, Tennessee and Villanova, and I have Villanova going down to the to the Volunteers. Uh and I'm not completely sure wow. why, but Tennessee. All right, well, you I, know, I, you're Homer. I did that. Homer. <laughs> you know, I, I think Villanova is that veteran team that can do a little of everything. They can beat dumb teams. I think they can be had though by teams who are athletic and not dumb. And, and Tennessee, they're athletic and not dumb. So I, I think uh, you know, the fifth in steals in the nation. There's my stat that I'm throwing out for you, and the fifteenth in assists. They're they're they take care of the ball. They're really good at that. So I'm going to take Tennessee to uh, to knock off. Uh, the Wildcats. So in the All Elite right. Eight, your matchup is Cougars Wildcats. Who do you have yep. in the Final Four? I, man, I'm riding with Houston. All the way to the Final Four. All the way to the Final Four. Houston as a five seed. Well, we're, we got upsets either way. So we both got the number one going down. So um, yeah, for 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 me, it's not going to be Houston. It's going to be. The Tennessee Volunteers in the final four. Oh, okay. Ah. There's hope. There's hope for my bracket. <laughs> well, at least I didn't take <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> no, that would have been – you did that last year. Didn't you have Illinois in the final? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah you had a lot of – I kept giving – I remember last year's show, I gave you a lot of crap about Big Ten love. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, it, did, it didn't work yeah, out. It no. Yeah, the, the Tennessee they they force turnovers at a high rate in Illinois. They they turn it over. They they take too many yeah. perimeter shots around Cockburn and and they they know. Yeah. Like I said, they know what they have to do to win. They just don't do it. They know they have to go through the big guy and sometimes they just yeah, we don't feel like it. We we feel like jacking up a bunch of shots and, and playing. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to take Tennessee to to advance out of the South. So that is half of our bracket done. Let's go back down to the left side on the east. The uh, the lower left hand side in the east. Any first round upsets in the east? I've got two. Uh, this one's a little light for me, so I've got two upsets in the east. I've got Indiana. There's my twelve, right? I've got Indiana oh, over St. Mary's, and I've got Vermont over uh, Texas. Oh wait, that says VT. That's not Vermont. <laughs> That's Virginia Tech. This is where you messed me up, Steve. Because I've got Virginia Tech. Ah. Uh, I've got Virginia Tech over Texas, so I've got the 12 and the 11. Those are my two upsets out of the East. Uh, I also have two upsets out of the East. I'm going uh, back to that 8-9, which is not really yeah. an upset, but Marquette. Uh, that one's yep Marquette over uh, North Carolina. They both launch a ton of threes, and sometimes they even make them. Uh, so good luck trying to figure out which one <laughs> is going to win that one. I just uh, I picked Marquette because Carolina's just not very deep. They They don't have that many players on their team this year. Um, and my second upset is also the Vermont – wait, the Virginia Tech Hokies over Texas. Neither the Vermont Hokies? Were, yes. 
Uh, neither one of us respecting Texas. We're getting them bounced in the first round. You know, the Longhorns, they, they have one of those socialist offenses where everybody can pass it around, but nobody really wants to shoot. No one really wants to be the man. That, I hate that. Uh, the, you know, their leading scorer is Timmy Allen. He's way too timid. Uh, I'm going to take Virginia Tech. They can get unconscious from three. They had, I don't know if you watched any of their tournament win, but they had a kid named uh, Hunter Couture, and he just lit it up, just absolutely lights out. So uh, I'm going to take Virginia Tech as long as, as along with you. Um, so then to go to the Sweet 16, you have uh, Baylor versus North Carolina up at the top there. And uh, Baylor's beat up. So I'm taking they North are. Carolina to bounce Baylor mm. right here. Yeah, there's a big upset. Get a number one knockdown in the first weekend, yeah. uh, which is might be a little foreshadowing. Um, I'm going to take uh, – I have Baylor versus Marquette, and I will have uh, Baylor uh, moving on uh, into the Sweet 16. Uh, Marquette's just not uh, – you know, they, they're always that team that they, they're really good at home, but then when you get them, eventually they're going to get bounced in the, in the tournament because they're, they're not at home anymore. Always fade Marquette in the tournament when they're not playing anywhere near Milwaukee, you know. And this is especially <laughs> not near Milwaukee. It's in Fort Worth. So that's a, it's a home game for Baylor. That's even worse. Uh, so definitely going with Baylor in that one. Uh, do you have Indiana taking on UCLA to go? I to the do, season? and I've got UCLA. So I've got Indiana's run uh, ends against UCLA. So I've got UCLA facing North Carolina in the uh, Sweet 16. Um, and I, my matchup is St. Mary's against UCLA. Uh, too many ballers on UCLA for St. Mary's to, to, to slow them down. So I'm going to take UCLA as well. Uh, we both have Virginia Tech going against Purdue to go to the Sweet 16. Yeah, and Purdue plays in the Big Ten. I'm taking Virginia oh, no. Tech. Oh, so I've got Va Tech, Vermont. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute, beating Purdue here uh, to advance to play Kentucky because uh, Kentucky's going to roll up whoever they play, uh, whether it's Murray <laughs> State or San Francisco. Uh, well, we're this is where our bracket going to definitely have some battles. Hang on. So first of all, Virginia Tech and Purdue love the over. This is uh, absolutely <laughs> back and forth in this matchup. Yeah, I, I got I got Purdue. I think they're too talented. Uh, eventually, uh, I think Purdue will run out in that one. Murray State and Kentucky, the Battle of Kentucky. I, I can't shake the feeling that this is one of those matchups. You know how it happens sometimes, where the small school from that state takes on the oh, big state school. The big they brothers go, oh. are gonna they're gonna jump up, beat the bully. Let me show you what we're made of. We're just as good as y'all is. Watch this. Give me the racers, man. Murray State, they wow. just get buckets. They just keep getting buckets. I love watching Murray State. I got them knocking off Kentucky to go to the Sweet 16. So, yeah, our our bracket is all messed up. In yeah, this is going to – that's a big one. Let me tell yeah. you that because you – wow. Okay. Well, I, I might not be as big as you taking uh, Baylor to get bounced uh, in the second round. So, that, that's pretty big, too. Yeah, uh, in the true. especially if you've got at, Baylor going a long way, well, well, we'll find out. In Philadelphia, in the Eastern Region, in the Sweet Sixteen, you have Carolina taking on UCLA in a battle of two uh, heritage programs. And I've got North Carolina winning a gutting one out here and beating UCLA. All right, go to the Elite Eight. Uh, my UCLA opponent is Baylor. This is where I agree with you that Baylor is too ah. beat up and have had too many injuries, <laughs> and I will take the Bruins to. So it catches off. up to them. It just wait. It just takes a few more days. 
Yeah, we both definitely think it catches up. to. Neither one of us have Baylor coming anywhere near uh, getting out of this region. Uh, so, yeah, I'm with you on that one. And, yeah, this is the – down at the bottom is really the, the mess of one. Virginia Tech, Kentucky Purdue. is your matchup. And mine it is, is Purdue, I've got Kentucky, Murray State. So I've got Kentucky uh, going to face uh, North Carolina, and you've got Purdue and Murray State. So that is – you've got the – the bracket buster going on right there at the bottom. Uh, this this can't be an accident, Purdue versus Murray State. If that actually happens, the school that produced John Moran, Murray State, in the same region yeah. as Purdue, who has the new John Moran, if you've seen Purdue play, this kid, Jaden Ivey, he is John Moran. He is John ja, uh, reincarnated. I call him John ja Ivey because he plays so much. He is so much like John ja Moran, lightning fast, uh, fearless, takes it to the rack, doesn't care who's in the way. Uh, his game is just like Jaws. I love watching him play. This game would be electric if it was Murray State and Purdue. If they both get to this stage, I would love to see this happen. I got Purdue. They got too much talent. I got them uh, going to the Elite Eight. Which means you've and got Purdue against UCLA for the I Final do. Four. And you have North Carolina, Kentucky. I do. I've got, right, Kentucky. I've got Kentucky. North Carolina's luck runs out. Um, it, you know, as as badly as I would have loved to have had a rematch of North Carolina and Duke and have it be in the final four, it's not going to happen. I got Kentucky going to face Duke in the final four. Yeah, I, I wish North Carolina was that good, too, but they're, they're just not this year. They're, they're way too uh, too light. Uh, my matchup was uh, UCLA-Purdue to go to the final yeah. four, and the difference maker in this one to me would be uh, Purdue has this unguardable center named Zach Eady. He's seven four. He's just, like nobody can do anything with him. Like he doesn't play, you know, the whole game because he's seven four, and of course he's going to have to sit down and get his rest. But UCLA doesn't have any answer, anything close to, to matching Zach Eady. So uh, very few schools do have a, a match for that. So I think that would be a great matchup UCLA Purdue. But I, but I'll, I'm going to take the Boilermakers uh, to win the East and go to the Final Four. Oh, so you've got Purdue. In the final four, a Big Ten team. I know. I, wow. I know. Well, you know. Okay. They, they can't. They can't always lose. Is no. Basically, what I'm going. <laughs> Only if they're Michigan State. Because <laughs> otherwise, uh, So that leaves us with the Midwest. Right. Go across the uh, the bracket to the right side to the Midwest and tell me any first round upsets you have in the Midwest bracket. Uh, I've got four in the wow. Midwest. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I've got four, and I don't want to spoil this for you, but I've got four upsets and a one-two matchup to go to the final four. So <laughs> inconsequential upsets is what I'm going to call the Midwest bracket. Um, yeah, I've got Creighton. Uh, that's, again, an 8-9 game. Um, mm-hmm. Just one of those always-there teams. Geez, I remember you know, back from the uh, – remember them from the, the Valley, you know, when they used mm-hmm. to Conference USA. Uh, Creighton has always been a very – good sort of mid-tier team and they're in the tournament a lot just about every year it feels like so i'm gonna take creighton um south dakota state over providence uh i've got a 13-4 matchup uh i've got colgate beating wisconsin just raining threes on 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 the badgers uh to get them out um because <laughs> they don't just rain threes they hit them oh that that helps that helps <laughs> Because a lot of teams are in threes, uh, they don't all. Hit and them. I've got Miami over. Uh, I've got Miami over USC. All right. So a lot of upsets there for me, but like I said, inconsequential upsets. 
I love I love when we have brackets that are just way different than each other because there's no uh, flukes. There's no way that you can figure out. I got one upset in the in the Midwest wow. in okay. the first round. Uh, so we're definitely going against each other uh, on a lot of these even games. Different than the ones that I had. It is one of your upsets. It is the ten okay. Miami over the seven uh, ah. South Carolina. Oh wait, that's Southern that's California. That's not South Carolina. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> I'm so easily confused. Uh, yeah, I, I, the Trojans they do a lot of things well, but they don't dominate as as long as uh, the you know I, I don't think they move their feet very well. As long as they're going to do that, then I think Miami is going to uh, deflect and steal and outrun, and so I got the Hurricanes in that one. Uh, a couple other first-round things to watch out for that I like. Uh, thievery and, and steals all around in the Iowa State-LSU matchup. Iowa State gets 8.4 steals per game, which is excellent. That's 26 in the country. LSU gets 11.1, <laughs> which is by wow. far in the, in the nation. So just everybody's just going to be stealing the ball from each other all back and forth in that one. Uh, but I got the Tigers in that one, as you do as well. Um, yeah, I'm taking Providence over South Dakota State, but I wouldn't be surprised. That, I know that's one of your reps. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jackrabbits knocked them off. Uh, Jackrabbits lead the country in three-point percentage, number two overall uh, and, and three-pointers. Providence needs work on their perimeter D, so I'm scared of that one. Uh, I'm, I'm trusting them to prevail on their athleticism, but uh, if, the, if it happened, I would just tip my hat to you. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. Um, and you got Creighton over San Diego. Creighton, they lost their point guard, Ryan Nimhard. He broke his wrist. That's that's big. That's 11 points and three boards and four and a half assists. That's a lot of production to, to lose at this time of year. I, I don't think they have the time to gel and, and find a way to beat uh, the, uh, the, the the San Diego South Dakota State team that's uh, tough and, and inexperienced. Wait, which one is that? San Diego State, yes. Uh, yeah. I'm trying not to totally confuse myself. So Kansas and Creighton is your matchup to go to the Sweet 16. Uh, and... No, I've got Kansas. I've got Kansas there. And you uh, sort of spoiled it anyway, saying you got one, two after all of that. I do. So I've got Kansas and Auburn kind of like, you know, running headlong towards each other there. But, you know, I, and that's the interesting thing, you know, you know, to run this down for you is the two teams I have them beating are South Dakota State and Colgate. So, yeah, you know, I, I've got those two teams, the 13s and 14s, getting two wins each and then, you know, getting bounced by the, the top of the bracket. So, uh, it's, so it's chalk so, at the top, but it's not so easy getting there. Right. Well, again, we, we definitely see things differently. Uh, Kansas can get worked on the inside. And, you know, they got the usual elite athletes for Bill Self, but they can be sloppy and unfocused. I'm taking the Aztecs to bounce them and knock them out in the uh, in the second wow. round. So, uh, so, we so both... you've got a number one getting bounced even faster than Baylor. No, we both got them bounced on the, on the second game. We both got them. Uh, we both have a one seed getting bounced uh, before the first weekend is over. Oh, uh, right, because I have Baylor getting bounced by North Carolina. Right. And then you've and got I Kansas being the one to take the fall yes. opening weekend. Okay. San Diego State and, and Matt Bradley pull it off and kill the one seed the first weekend. Uh, so then you have uh, below that Iowa taking on South Dakota South State. South Dakota State. And I've got South Dakota State. Ooh, making a run. Uh, oh, I, I told you. Because they're playing a Big Ten team. Because they're playing a Big Ten team. Yeah, see? 
You know what? It worked for uh, me last year, man. It worked. You're going to go right to the back Big to that Ten well. and try to find the most, you know, just try to find the fastest way as you can to get the Big Ten out of the tournament, and you will, you will be successful. Oh, uh, I didn't learn the lesson. I've got uh, Providence against Iowa in that match, and I, and, uh, I have Iowa moving on. This is where Providence letting threes rain down cost them, uh, unlike South Dakota State, I think Iowa can make it rain and match up physically, so I'm going to take the Hawkeyes in that one. Um, then below that, you have LSU and Colgate. I do, and I've got Colgate with, the, with, with the death from above, raining those threes. Man, you are going with a big, big ball, big baller calls here with the upsets. I, I, I am, like, but like I said, though, it's all going to be one and two in that. And so, so yes, <laughs> right. it, it looks it looks awesome underneath. But when I still look at the Elite Eight matchup and it's Kansas Auburn, it's like, well, yeah. okay, right. yeah, that's all fun and games until you get to play the big boys. But you've got Kansas already bounced, so I, I do. Got that this bracket's wild. Yeah, uh, and LSU Wisconsin is my matchup to go to the Sweet Sixteen. I think that'd be a real good game. Uh, the, the only question about Wisconsin to me this year: Can anyone stop Johnny Davis? If you have, if you find a team that can stop Johnny Davis, then you can beat Wisconsin. If you can't stop Johnny Davis, you're not going to beat Wisconsin. Uh, I think LSU falters. Uh, it's a road game, basically. They're they're playing in Milwaukee, um, and LSU has another factor against them: They lost their coach. They're, they're the guy Will Wade was uh, doing a little too much dirt and wound up getting a bunch of sanctions against him, and they've already fired him uh, before the season even ends. So. Uh, LSU definitely uh, in a lot of chaos uh, as far as they go. So they're going to get bounced eventually uh, somewhere along the way. So that's, they might even lose in that first game to Iowa State. Uh, and we both have uh, the same matchup below that, at least, uh, Miami and Auburn to go to the Sweet 16. And yes. you already have Auburn. I have Auburn. Um, and I do as well. Too much size for, for Auburn. Uh, to go to the Elite Eight, you have – Kansas against South Dakota State, and you already said you had Kansas yes. uh, moving on. No, I have I have Kansas beating South Dakota State and Auburn beating Colgate. Right. <laughs> oh, your Cinderella's that, come that, crashing down. Yes, they, you know it's got to all stop eventually. But I've got two of them. You don't usually see two uh, matchups like that. But no, I I've just got Kansas against Auburn for the for the Elite Eight. Well, me uh, looking at. Uh, San Diego State versus Iowa, which would be a really wild uh, if, it ever, if it ever got that. You talk about some different styles against each other. You know what? Iowa, they'll, they'll have the fans. They'll be in Chicago. They'll, you know, the big if they can survive, if they can last long enough to being a Big Ten team, you never know. But uh, they'll, they'll force the tempo, and San Diego State can't hang. Uh, so I, I got the, the Hawkeyes in the Elite Eight. Um, and I agree with you uh, having Auburn on the other side. Uh, you know, Wisconsin is going to have their fans. That's Wisconsin versus Auburn for me. Uh, they'll have their fans all day in Chicago as well. So this would be the best one-on-one matchup of the tournament, I think. Uh, if it's Johnny Davis against uh, possible number one draft pick, Jabari Smith for Auburn, I think it would be a great, great matchup, great game. Auburn, I think they just have too many other weapons to augment Smith, whereas Davis is almost playing by himself every night there in Wisconsin. So I'm going to take the Tigers there. Um, and then your one-two matchup of Kansas-Auburn, who wins the Midwest? I've got Auburn. Hey, so, uh, we concur. See, that, uh, all that craziness, and we put <laughs> we the, same the same team, team. in the Final Four. 
there you go. So that's, that's good. Um, and, and I like Iowa's uh, Keegan Murray. I think he's developing into a big gliding wing player who can take over. Um, and so, you you know, again, great number uh, one-on-one matchup. If it's Keegan Murray and then it's uh, uh, Jabari Smith. Uh, but, again, more weapons for Auburn. They, they're a really deep team. They really got a bunch of uh, real ball players on that team. I got Bruce Pearl to, to, to break through and, and make it to the final four. So our final fours are set with uh, your – I have Duke being and Kentucky, Duke. Houston, uh-huh. and Auburn. There you go. Uh, so I'll ask you about your final four. Go ahead and, and – do your whole thing, Duke, Kentucky, and Houston, Auburn, and, and give me your champion. Yeah, I've got what? I've got three twos and a five. So I don't have a single number <laughs> one seed. Oof. Okay. Um, I really like those twos. Uh, yeah. I've got Kentucky and Houston as my final. I love right. me some Houston. I, I see. Um, and you better not get your... them bounced in the first round. And I've got <laughs> Kentucky winning it all. The Kentucky Wildcats, huh? So I've got I've got Kentucky. Um, you know, very very well rounded team. They are. When, when I think of uh, John Calipari's teams, it's not the same like diaper dandies that he's usually bringing in. Cause yeah. Again, with the the whole portal stuff, so there's a lot of transfers there there's a lot more i guess veteran players than normal so that might work out in in this favor because usually they get bounced early because they show all this talent and try to grow up and and turn into a real team by the time the tournament starts and then it turns out they're too young and they wind up uh getting knocked out anyway so i basically Uh, got the two veteran teams playing yeah in the final that's right no i i I see what you did there i I see Uh all the I see what you you you're going with, so I, I understand it. I respect it. Uh, Kentucky is your national champion, so I I'll, I, I see it. Uh, but yeah, we we both got some wild ways of getting there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got Kentucky bouncing Duke and uh, Houston knocking off Auburn. Going right. with experience. How many times do you do that in a in a tournament where the players at the maximum can play four years, unless you're that kid from Iowa who's been there for 16. <laughs> is that yeah, Bohannon? Jordan, yeah, Jordan Bohannon. In, in his God, he hit years. a shot to win a game last up. week, and I heard and I saw the name, and I was like, <laughs> he's been there yeah. a long time. Same guy. I feel like, was it six, seven years? My God. <laughs> Same guy that I don't know what it is about Iowa. They love keeping guys there for for ten and twelve years. Remember Jess Settles? Like he just never, <laughs> never graduated. He's always playing. Yeah, it's like old school over there. <laughs> it is <laughs> going streaking. Um, so my final four: Gonzaga versus Purdue on one side. Which team doing silly dominant things is going to prevail? Because both Gonzaga and Purdue are just doing stupid dominant stuff on the Gonzaga is plus 22 and a half points and plus minus 22 and a half. I understand they play a shit conference. That's always been the case. They don't always average uh, plus 22 and a half on the season. So they're on another level this year. And then Purdue is shooting almost 50% from the field and 40% from three. No one does that. That's crazy. Uh, they just keep putting the ball in the basket. They're extremely efficient. Uh, is a tough matchup. I, I didn't know how I was going to go in this one. 
Uh, I don't know how you beat either team, really. Uh, I'm going to go Gonzaga to go to the finals. That, that They got that Twin wow. Towers thing. They got uh, Drew Timmy going and Chet Holmgren. Uh, yeah, I, I got them going back. Uh, I don't think any team can match that that Twin Tower. Remember when we were younger, and you, that used to be a, a, a thing. Like, really good teams used to be able to throw out a, a Twin Tower situation. They would throw two seven-footers out there on the floor at the same time, and nobody could match up with that. And Gonzaga's actually doing that, too. And they're both really talented and really skilled. Uh, they can shoot. They can pass. They can hit threes. They can do anything you want them to do, rebound. So uh, I got Gonzaga going back. And on the other side, the uh, sort of the Cinderella matchup, underdogs, Tennessee and Auburn. I, they're not exactly underdog, underdog, but I don't think too many teams or too many people are having either one of those teams emerge and, and go to the final four. So I think I'm uh, pretty much on my own with that. Uh, the the volunteers they get the vast majority of their points through assists. Uh, number six in the country in assists per field goal. That's uh, that's good, but they they don't have that many get a bucket options. That's what worries me about them. They don't have too many guys that just all right. We it's tight. We 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 don't know how we're we're doing right now. We're it's crowds going crazy. We just need somebody go go get a bucket. Just somebody go get a basket. I don't think the Titans have uh, the Titans. The uh, volunteers have that. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm on the roll. Tonight. Wrong show. Wrong show. <laughs> Wrong sport. Uh, I don't think that's a problem with Auburn. I don't think they have a, a problem finding guys who can take the shot and just go get a basket. I'll, I'll take uh, the Tigers to go to the title game against the, uh, the the Wildcats. Gonzaga versus Auburn is my Oof. national yeah. title game matchup. And in the title game, I, I think they, they – is really close. I think they both match big guys – with each other, they both match shot blockers. Uh, Auburn's got some guys that can erase some shots. They got playmakers at point guard. They both go up and down the court. The difference is Auburn can go too fast. They actually struggle uh, in half court offense versus active defensive teams. And sometimes they don't. They also don't like to pass the ball. Sometimes, sometimes they try to go too much one on one. I think Gonzaga's the better team. I think Gonzaga. Uh, I think they finally do it. They finally go all the way, and I'm taking the Gonzaga Bulldogs to win the national championship. It, it, it's time. It, they got to do it. They, all that talent they got, it, it's got to be. This has yeah. got to be the year. Gotta. I mean, God, how long ago was it when they, were, you know, when they just started making tournament runs, you know, and nobody really knew who they were, and they were kind of a joke. And, they're, oh, Gonzaga, you know, and, and, and every year they're in there, and then they just they – just, won't go away and they just keep getting better and better and their recruiting classes are getting better. And here, here's Gonzaga now, uh, what multiple time number one seed now. It's just, it's funny watching how that all happened. Yeah. Mark few and the, uh, the, the Cinderella every year, Gonzaga, uh-huh. can they break through? Can they make a final four? And yeah, now they're a perennial, uh, they, they might not be in one of those power conferences, but man, don't tell anyone that that's not a power team. That's not a, that is a power school with, with, great recruits and great players and they're just right up there just as good as any uh any of those teams out there on the west coast california usc ucla uh arizona gonzaga's right there with all of them uh playing in the in the west coast conference yeah. and you probably can't name three other teams in the west coast conference but they're right there so. no <laughs> yeah not uh not not a a hotbed of of challenging teams but yeah Give Gonzaga the, the due for being the the kings over all those teams. So, but I do give ESPN um, credit because they do like to show how a team did against quality opponents. You know, Gonzaga played a lot of quality opponents. Uh, 
They whooped a bunch of them. They didn't win them all. When they did, they whooped them. All right, we're in our VIP after show program. Yeah, uh, you're right. When Gonzaga does uh, match up, and they have to go out of their way to sort of match up before the yeah. season begins against quality schools because they know once the conference play starts, they're not going to play anybody. And so they, they go out of their way. They play whoever you know wants to play them. They, they'll even go on the road sometimes and, and play the, the real quality schools, and they get in all those tournaments. Uh, wherever those tournaments are held before the, uh, the, the conference season begins, they go. They go find people. They go play uh, as, yeah. as tough a schedule as they possibly can play, um, and and yeah, they they've been getting better and better every year. You're right, and that was are. Like, give they're, them they're credit. Two or three years ago, weren't they the one that got bounced? The the number the one seed in the you yeah. mean in the first round? Yeah. Uh, that was was that Virginia. Was Virginia oh, was it Virginia? Was the, it wasn't Gonzaga. Yeah. I remember they got. I, I remember they. Uh, they, they, they get they bounced early, early sometimes. They get bounced early, but yeah, no, that was mm-hmm. Virginia, wasn't it? Who got yeah. bounced? Oof. Uh, that was that was crazy. And then, but you know what? And then they went on a run the next year, right? They, they won the title the next year. They That's came right, right back. I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I remember when we picked that. I don't remember either one of us picking that, but we said we wouldn't be shocked. I definitely didn't pick them to do that, but yeah, they did it. No, no doubt about it. Uh, that's the all-time in, in adversity and bouncing back, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That is the ultimate chip on your shoulder when you get you know, like you're the first number one seed to get bounced by a sixteen, yep. and then the next year you just come back and win the whole thing. And man, we ain't letting that happen again. <laughs> we are not doing that shit again. So yeah, all all credit to them for for doing that. So we've got, oh, it. Yeah, got Kentucky and you've got Gonzaga. This is one of our wildest uh, March badnesses because like we got. What one team the same in the final four? That's it. Auburn. Usually we have two or three. Yeah, and it's and it's not even a one seed. It's Auburn. Yeah. Um Usually we have like two or three teams the same in the final four. This time only one. Yeah, and the way we got there, man, craziness. So I'm I'm really looking forward to this uh, the, this tournament this year. It this starts yeah tomorrow. Insane. Normally would be my like all day. You know, watching. Yeah, no, I'll be following it on my phone. Yeah. I'll, I'll be uh, keeping up on on my computer because I could have taken yeah. the days off and and did yeah. the, the whole bachelor thing. But uh, if I watched more, if I watched yeah. more, if I was more into it, I, I you know that that wouldn't be a bad. Idea. But I'm actually on vacation starting Sunday, so okay. um, you know, being that I'm I'm gone for a week, so going to going to visit my dad. So we're going to be out of town for almost a week. All right. No, and then, I. And then, and then, I and then baseball's back, so we actually have a draft to go to in in three weeks or four weeks. Yeah, all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you just you just go on because you you need the you need the pizza, man. That's right. I need some Lou Malnati's in my life. You need Absolutely. Some, that's right. You you need some. <laughs> you know whatever that that place is that we always stop for breakfast before the draft, and then. Uh, yeah, I forget the name of it. Yeah, that, I know because it's right. It's right by that. Uh, it's right down the street from where the draft is, and then we always meet the loser there. And, right. Yeah, and, and then we get some Malnati's or some Giordano's. It's usually the Malnati's, I think, that they get. Yeah. Uh, That's but okay. I, right? I mean, it's my number two place, but you know, it's still good. It is. I, I, it's number two up there uh, to me as well, the Giordano's, but. If yeah. it was down here in Memphis, it would be number one by a mile. 
it wouldn't even close. No, that 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 <laughs> that is that's a guarantee. We have a place here that does a good imitation of a like a Chicago style deep dish, but nowhere close. Yeah. Nowhere close to the top probably fifteen places that you could go to in Chicago. Even the little mom and pop neighborhood places, you know. Oh, I miss it's them hard so to much. get bad pizza. I don't even know why they have pizza huts in Chicago. It's like, come on, stop trying. <laughs> Who goes there? It's just, well, it's the same thing down here in in, uh, in Memphis when, Mc, when McDonald's brings out the McRib, and it's like the McRib <laughs> in Memphis. Right. Who would eat that? It's like, are you going to go to KFC? That's nah, so quaint. <laughs> Like, oh, but there's so many great rib places down here. Who the fuck would buy the McRib in, in, in Memphis? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I miss so much of, of the Chicago food. Of course, my waistline doesn't miss it, so I'll yeah. have to take it easy when I get back there. But, yeah, I'm, I'm flying up there, and we'll, we'll figure out all the logistics and the, and the planning uh, once I once I get up there. As far as, uh, you know, the hotel, I'm, I'm trusting you to take care of all of that. Oh yeah, don't worry. I didn't say where you were staying. <laughs> you're gonna get me a room. It's gonna be a Motel Six, but you're gonna get me a room. <laughs> They'll leave the light on for you. Uh huh. You see a lot of lights at Motel Six. All the the guns popping and there's a lot yeah. of flashing lights over there. I just don't. Yeah, you're just gonna have to let me know. It's like you going back Sunday, you going back Saturday, you know that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, that, I already uh, figured out that part. I'm flying in Friday night, and I'm flying home Sunday morning. So that's okay. how I'm doing that. Okay. Um, and I'm flying back so early Sunday morning that I wasn't really even going to bother you with trying to uh, to get me over there. Cause, like, that's good, because I won't be there. <laughs> oh, okay. Are you going back Saturday night? Yeah, I got to go back. I got to work Sunday. Oh, okay. So burn it. Uh-oh. Yeah, so well, burn burning up uh oh why you got uh you got somewhere to be no i'm just thinking about saturday night i'm you know i thought we were you know i thought you were getting a room for for friday night and saturday night well i i for me i'm going to be for friday yeah then you'll be there friday and saturday i got that handled oh okay well, I, I appreciate that. I'll, we'll, we'll take care of all of that. Yeah, that, that's what I was uh, going to oh for. Was like, I'm my, my flight is Sunday morning. Not you know, if I, yeah. I I didn't know you were going back Saturday evening, or else I might have looked for a Saturday flight. But that's fine. Yeah, uh, well, I, yeah, I don't have to be home early on Saturday. But I mean, you know, I'd probably you know finish the draft, stick around for a little bit, and then you know head out after like you know dinner time or something. Okay. I'm not going to just, you know, end the draft and then bye, <laughs> which I've done before. Yeah. But, yeah, knowing that, you know, you haven't, you'll be up there. I haven't seen you in a few years. Christ. Yeah, I know. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's been like three years since you've been up there for That's right. 2020. We didn't have one. And then 2021, we were virtual. And then I don't remember if you were there in 19 or not or if I was flying solo. It's been three or four years. Yeah, I think you uh, were solo in 19. I think I had uh, kind of similar yeah, to that one had... year. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously just I wasn't kid. there. Just, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> no, it's, uh, similar to this year. I, there's so many vacation days I got locked up with all the traveling. Uh, right. That's and I, so that's why I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know if I was going to do this year just you know for the same reason. But I'm gonna sort of finesse it. I'm only going to use one day off. I'm working Friday and then I'm flying to Chicago after work. So oh. uh, I'm going to take Saturday off and then fly back Sunday and be all good. 
I'll try to find uh, I'll try to find a place that's close to the train for you. Uh, very much appreciate it because uh, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be a dash <laughs> to make that. Basically, I'm going to have to like get out at like five in the morning to start because uh, get the, the you know I'm, I'm flying Midway. I'm not doing O'Hare, so right. I got to get the I got to get on the O'Hare train yeah. to get right. down to get downtown to then, then transfer to the Orange yeah. Line train to get to Midway. So that that takes a minute, man. Yeah, um, we and, take that Cicero bus. Oh Lord! <laughs> and just go and go and go. Uh, the the option the other option is just Uber, Uber it, but then we're you know talking to yeah, who knows how much that's going to cost? But uh, I'll figure it all out. But yeah, all it's right. gonna be a, uh, it's gonna be an adventure. Sounds yeah, I'll I'll, I'll make it work. We'll, we'll figure it all out. Yeah, I'll be, uh, so, I'm driving. I'm off all day on that Friday, so I'm going to be driving down there on Friday, you know, and then knowing that you fly in, I think you said at 7? Yeah, it's uh, scheduled to land at 7.05, I think, so, okay. you know. So by the time you hop on the train and get out to somewhere where, where I can get you and, you know, get, yeah, get a late dinner. Yeah, again, that'll be a minute because, you know, yeah. Orange Line to downtown and then transferring and all that. So, yeah, it's, that's an hour, another. Right? Not a once short you, that, Yeah, no. <laughs> I remember that one year I met you down there, and we were, like, downtown. Yeah. And we were looking for that Portillo's downtown, and your buddy, and, and Dave, the movie expert, was meeting us there. That mm-hmm. was that was interesting. Everybody trying to meet up at that place. Nobody knew where it was. <laughs> hey, we found looking it. Looking on the GPS, and I'm like, it says yeah. it's here. And then I had to walk, you know, and then I didn't, nobody knew where it was. I remember walking across the street, walking around in TJ Maxx for a while. Yeah, I was uh, getting off the the mega bus and yeah. kind of walk around in the in That's the rain right, trying to find it. Right, because it was near there. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, and then we couldn't figure out where the place was to. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And then I remember running to Dave in the Portillo's uh, like vestibule area, and you know we're like, well, "Where's Dre?" Like, oh, <laughs> I'm calling you guys. I'm like, I'm on my way. I'm. I, I'm and you're trying to tell me, okay, you're going to walk to the strip club, and then you're going to turn left. <laughs> it's gonna be down that way. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I see it now. So, yeah, that was that was fun. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's always an adventure, and uh, of course, it's all for the the greatest day in sports. Of course. So and, <sighs> and to do it to do it live, you know, we're doing it live. Actually, doing it live this time. And I have done zero research, so <laughs> I, I've done less research for that than I've done for this tournament. So. I got to get to work, and I'm not, you know, but I, I've got plenty of time. I can, yeah, I can form up a plan pretty quick. Nice thing about being in a league like we're in is you've already got players. It's not like you need them all. Yeah, you don't have to go from scratch. Right. But there's, one, there's one thing I know is that by the time it comes, you'll be ready. By the time April uh, 7th comes around, you you will be all ready. Right. Yeah, so so you had a good – did you have a good trip? Uh, it was it – was, Good. Oh, it was oh, fine. Oh, oh. Uh, oh boy, that doesn't sound like a ringing endorsement. Royal Caribbean is not for heavy people. That's my biggest uh, issue or the first issue. Um, well, was the, they was have the a, boat? Was the boat? Did they have a list or something? The, the well, it, it was kind of rocking that night, but no, the boat was. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I didn't mean that. I'm just getting my head together. <laughs> like, hey man, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Uh, I see what you did there. Um, 
No, we're, okay, Royal Caribbean. Uh, it was, first of all, it's the biggest boat we've been on. So it was definitely not a, a, a situation where it couldn't handle our weight. What, what I mean by not for heavy people is a lot of different uh, activities and things that you could do on Royal Caribbean that makes it unique and stand out from other cruise lines. A lot of them have weight restrictions on them, so you can't do them. Uh-oh. They have this very cool, uh, I think they call it North Star or something. They have something where you get on it, and it's like this big crane, and it lifts you up so many feet in the air and, and extends you over the water. So you get this incredible oh, bird's no. eye view. <laughs> I forgot you have a, 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 a heights phobia or a flying phobia. Uh, you know, so. it, it's not heights. It's, it, it's falling. <laughs> the heights is fine. It's just falling down from the heights. Right, yeah. So, you know. uh, it's it looks like it's something that would I would actually want to try. It's not like it's you know some sort of snorkeling or or crazy activity. Uh, you know, it's not skydiving. It's not something like that. It's just taking a really great high view of everything. It probably would be very beautiful. I can't do it. There's a 350 pound weight limit or something like that, or a 300 pound something. Yeah. Uh, you whatever it is, I can't. I'm I'm not eligible to do it. There's uh, something, uh, I don't know the name of it, but it's like you get a, a suit on and you get into this like tube and you can fly. You can, you know, act like you're you're flying in some sort of weightlessness. Nope, 250 pounds, can't do it. Uh, Mike Singletary on my mind, all these things that I can't do, can't do it. Uh, so World Caribbean is, is great. It's a really great boat. It's just not for big people, not necessarily. Can't do it. So other than that, you know, it was, it was really good. It was really nice. It was a cruise. It's different. You, you just, these was, things are becoming old hat for you. So it's like, yeah. Well, the difference uh, between this and, and Virgin and uh, Carnival, I, I heard that, you know, the clientele was, was different because it's a little more expensive cruise line. So well, yeah, this I wasn't definitely... the Swingers cruise or whatever it was, the, the last one. <laughs> it was not. It was definitely not. There were actual kids uh, on this cruise. Not that many of them, but there was some – uh, some kids, uh, but no, I, I knew the clientele was going to be a little older and boy, howdy, uh, where was the clientele, uh, definitely a little older. Boy, howdy. Man, there was a lot of blue hairs on that boat. A lot of them, especially when we went to, uh, like a, a not late night, but like nine, 10 o'clock uh, in the evening, we went to a show and we're like surrounded by old people. I mean, just surrounded. And one guy just kept going in and out of our row because he had a, a date or a wife or something. And he went in by himself, and then he went back out looking for her, and then he came right back. And I'm like, are you people serious with this shit? Uh, so, yeah, it was a, it's a good amount of, of elderly uh, people on the, on the Royal Caribbean. But, it's you know, it's no big, no big deal. It's not like they bother you or anything. It's just definitely not, you know, a big-time necessarily party. Although there was this uh, thing that we went to where there was a lot of younger people dancing around. That was very weird. That was, I don't know if you'd ever, you've ever heard of this. It was a silent dance party. Um, and I've never, I never heard of that before. Uh, it was very odd. So you go into uh, whatever area they, they were having this, uh, this dance party it wasn't really the club. It was this, the same theater space that we saw the show at, uh, but they just turned it into a, basically a club. So you go in, and they hand you headphones, and there's a couple of different channels on the headphones that correspond to the two DJs that they got up there spinning. So you can listen to one DJ and spinning some tunes. You can switch it over and listen to the other DJ. 
but none of that music is playing out loud out you know in the open it's all on the headphones if you take the headphones down and you sit there you're basically listening to nothing and you're watching all these people dancing and, and having a good time and singing to the music but you but the music isn't actually playing out out loud. It's only in the in the in the in the headphones. It's very strange. It's just because you, you sit there really dumb. <laughs> you sit there with the headphones on, and you're you know bouncing your head around to the music, and it sounds like you're at a club and you're getting into it. Hmm. But just if you take the headphones down, then you go, what the hell? Because there's there's no sound. It, it it's a silent party. It really is, and it's it's it was different. Because uh, you, you got one what channel. What if you're dancing with somebody who's listening to different music? Then you're you're just two people who are dancing to different music, <laughs> dancing to the beat of different drummers. I guess. Yeah, basically. Because uh, hmm. like one channel was was skewed, you know, younger. So it was a lot of you know LMFAO and younger acts and whatnot. So there's uh, a bunch of kids, not you know little kids, but like teenagers basically. Um, and you see them going crazy when their songs come on, and they start jumping up and down and bouncing. And the other channel was was older, a lot of seventies and eighties music. Um, they even played the Manolo at one point, Copacabana. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> really but if bad. you're gonna play Manolo, that's the only song you're gonna play. <laughs> I mean, uh, correct. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not, not not doing a deep dive here into the uh, the, the Barry Manilow, uh Oh, speaking of music, I don't want to, you know, since we're kings of non sequitur, uh, I do have to give a big shout out. Uh, did you see Dolly Parton this week? Um, I heard that she refused she re- refused <laughs> her entry into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because she's not a rock and roll artist. Good for her. Ne- neither is you anyone else they elect. Some, but that's what I mean. Finally, <laughs> somebody is like, nah, it's bullshit. <laughs> She just puts out this statement like, I, I, yeah, you know, maybe I should be inspired now to go ahead and do some rock and roll so I can earn this. Like, you know what? Right. Good for you, Dolly Parton. <laughs> Calling out these stupid-ass Hall of Fames. Especially I, my, my, how often do we make fun of that one? Oh, certainly. But my, I saw that, but my mind went to, when she when I saw that statement, my mind went to, like, thinking sort of in political terms, not – uh, not Democrat Republican political, but like a politi- politically, as in maybe she got wind or knew that she wouldn't be elected and just wanted to avoid the embarrassment. And so uh, you know, you know, those head coaches that know they're not going it, to. It might be to her. Oh uh, you know, no, I, you know I, I, I still, I still give her credit because that that points out the big flaw that we've talked about with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We joke about it every year. Like uh, what? What are they right, doing? With all the rappers and yeah. If uh, you want to just have an American Music Hall of Fame or do something like that, but man, yeah. But I kind of think that's what this is. That's I mean, it, I know it says Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but I think yeah. it's basically just American Hit Music, music. Hall of Fame. This now. Is music. This is music. Yeah. It's just a music Hall of Fame. Pretty much. Next year they're going to put in Beethoven. <laughs> For the rock and roll all of it. Uh, for no, rock and roll Beethoven, right? But, <laughs> but yeah, we talked about it because what actual rock and rollers can you put in at this point? There aren't really any – they don't rock and True. roll anymore. There is no rock uh, and roll. There's yeah. very little of that. I mean, the, the, it's splintered into so many different sub-genres now. 
that it's hard to just term anything specifically as rock, right? Yeah. So it, yeah, I, I think it, it if you turn on a rock is. station nowadays, yeah. you're going to hear basically like 70s and 80s. There, there really is no rock today. I mean, whatever not Metallica really. shit. Not like, not like what, right? Not like we remember it. All right. So, all right. Sorry, got sidetracked there. But you talked about music, and I wanted to get that off my chest before I forgot. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, it was uh, like I said, Royal Caribbean was was great, except for they, they don't really cater to, to bigger people. But you know, it is what it is. The service was absolutely top notch, and unfortunately, we got to uh, experience their their room service a lot because the wife got sick, uh, oh. like the second night or so. She like uh, ate a little too sick? much. Or no. Oh. Okay. No, she, she had a little too much. The food was really good, and she had a little too much of it and was uh, not doing well uh, the next day. So we uh, that was the start of the uh, – this was a very long cruise. This was eight nights. Uh, wow. Two, there were two different nights where we were on the sea for two days straight um, because we were going down to uh, Aruba and Curacao, which is – yeah. So far down the, the Caribbean is basically near South America. It's like 16 miles in Venezuela, basically. Um, and the first two of those sea days, uh, we were in the room. We really you know, didn't go anywhere or do anything because she was sick, and I was staying with her. So I would go uh, every now and then get something to drink from the, uh, from the restaurant, uh, but basically was staying there with her. And we were uh, – ordering a lot of room service for her, trying to get food that was, you know, stuff that she could eat, you know, applesauce and uh, rice and stuff like that. Although, you know, you, you got a language barrier with these, uh, the, the, the service people on these boats, you know, sure. don't wanna, you know, not trying to uh, do anything politically incorrect, but there's a lot of people who's uh, basically everyone, uh, English is their second language. So at one point I asked for, uh, uh, applesauce uh, from the room service guy, and he delivers two apples. And I'm like, this is not what the fuck I. He was like, damn it, make your own applesauce, buddy. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Maybe that's what he. Maybe that is what he meant. Uh, but anyway, except for that, uh, the service was absolutely top notch. They sent uh, the, the the boat doctor to uh, examine her because, of course, in this day and age, you want to make sure that whatever she's got is not something that everyone else could catch and, and wind up uh, messing up the entire yeah, cruise. Yeah, you don't want to be on the COVID death ship. Yeah, so they checked her out. She tested negative for that. Um, and they explained, hey, you know, whatever you order from room service, that's on us. You can order movies from the on the TV. We're not going to charge you for that. And they were they they were people of their word. They held up to that. They absolutely did not charge us for the room service for uh, for the movie. I did order a movie, and they initially charged us, and then the next day they took it off, and we didn't have to complain or ask about it. So that was uh, nothing but top notch service from Royal Caribbean. I have no uh, uh, no complaints about that. A plus service, uh, great service in, in in guest services as well. Um, although that was the the reason I had to go to guest services a couple of times was because something was messed up. So that was the the one bad thing was they, they almost seemed like they weren't quite ready for the, when the crew started, like they were a little uh, behind on some things. Uh, we, we finally got our bags delivered to our room after we got on the boat. And then the way you're supposed to get your key for the room is it's supposed to be sitting there uh, in the sort of slot where your room, where the number is uh, of your room there. 
Uh, and so you're walking down the, the long ass hall to get to your room and you see all these suitcases and all these keys on everybody's uh, on the sign outside the room where the, where the room number is. And then we get to our room and there's our suitcases sitting there and there's no key. And we're like, where the fuck, where the fuck's our keys? So I had to run down to guest services and get that figured out and taken care of. And there was a long line down there because there's a lot of people that were having issues uh, because uh, again, they didn't seem like they were quite ready when the, when the cruise first started. Um, and then I had to run back down there because my credit card was, uh, there was an issue with that. Um, but the, the service was great. Was, you know, I wish I didn't have to go down to guest services, but uh, everything was taken care of in a very swift manner when I got down there. Excellent food service, uh, even better in the specialty restaurants, because that was something uh, my wife decided to do. Uh, with her being a travel agent, she said, uh, decided to take advantage, because there's a lot of upcharging, there's a lot of opportunities for uh, these these cruise companies to make more money off you. Hey, we, we got all this free food, but if you go to this restaurant and pay extra, you can get a really special food. Right. Um, and we've all, you know, I've always been like, uh, no, there's, there's all this other free food up here. I'm just going to stick with that. But she decided, hey, I'm, I'm a travel agent. I, I need to know about these specialty places. I need to know how good they are. I need to be able to refer that to my clients. So we're going to go to some of these specialty restaurants. And I'm very glad that she decided to do that. We uh, paid the extra to go to the uh, the steakhouse restaurant, and I got a, a filet mignon that was probably the best I've ever had because it was that damn good. And I, unfortunately, not all filet mignon is great. It should be great being filet mignon, but it's not. Uh, but this was, you know, melt in your mouth good. It was just absolutely wonderful. Uh, we went to an especially uh, Italian restaurant, and that was great food. Uh, the lasagna that I got was you can't see my hands, but it was this big. It was a it was a humongous uh, lasagna. She ordered a pizza, and it wasn't like a personal pizza when it came out. It was like a pizza. It was like a fucking twelve oh. inch pizza. Okay. Um, yeah. So top notch. Can't say enough about the uh, the the restaurants. The the food that wasn't specialty was was, was very good too. I mean, the the daily uh, dinners that we got every night was was uh, they were excellent. The first night was prime rib, and it was excellent. Uh, what made me kind of chuckle was that the last night, the eighth night, they had aged prime rib. And I'm like, yeah, aged yeah, seven eight days. Eight days old. <laughs> it's aged all right. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't order that. Um, but but everything else uh, that they had was, was, was very, very good. Uh, like I said, we saw one show. It was called The Book. Uh, it was it was a lot going on. It was very uh, – it was one of those really dipsy-do creative, uh, you know, here's, here's something going on over here, and now here's something – uh, magical over here, and there's all these uh, big screens overhead uh, over here, and then uh, somebody is twirling over there, uh, uh, you know, sort of gymnastic and uh, yeah. athletic, and uh, there's one girl, uh, you know, twisting her feet behind her head like she was hitting herself in the head with her foot. She was going back, so and I'm like, wow, that's it real makes talent. You think about this world of entertainment, and then you're just you're on this boat in the middle of the ocean. And that shit's going on. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> it, it is. You know, but everyone's got to have like a, you know, a Cirque du Soleil type thing, trying to, you know, yeah. uh, make it seem special. And, and so like, different when we wow. went to Vegas. You know, we had to go yeah, do, sure. do, our, do our Vegas stuff. It's hard to believe that six years ago, but. Ooh, that is hard to believe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still tired, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll do that again for uh, for 50. We might be back to normal back by then, right? 
Just bring more money. Yes. <laughs> or, just, or win. <laughs> well, see, but if everyone won, then there wouldn't be a, yeah. a Las Vegas. That's you why know, Vegas I is there. Win. You don't win. I, I didn't win in Vegas, but I didn't lose all my money, so I considered that up. Does that make sense? Yes. Like I had mm-hmm. a certain amount. I had X amount of money that I was willing to lose, and I, and I only lost half of it. So I'm like, oh, I, I won money. Oh, that's absolutely uh, that's a win. Absolutely. That's only due to the fact that we were up that first night <laughs> playing. Yeah. Uh, oh God, what we were playing? Ultimate. Mm-hmm. That that we were oh, winning. It's hard to uh, to end the trip down when you're up uh, on the first night. Um, but I did yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, off, a for effort. Hey, you know. Uh, no, it gets worse than that. I'm pretty sure I was up more the the, the second night before the losing streak started. Like I started oh, out up yeah. again uh, on the second night, winning more, and then it just completely turned. I out remember us at that toilet. ultimate table that first night, and like we were just you know we were at that table because we didn't get there till one o'clock in the morning, right? And we come and we find you guys. You guys are in your room, and then it's like you get that second win because now we're all there. And it's like, well, we might as well head down there. And God, we were down there till four, yeah. three, four o'clock. I mean, we were down there for hours, and um, we had no concept of it. Nobody's tired. We'd all had a little snack, and yeah, we're winning. And uh, it felt like we couldn't lose. Yeah, we're shooting the shit. We're having a great time, and I thought the the trip was going to be a complete success. Ugh. Yeah, and we're like, oh, this ultimate game, this is easy. This is no sweat. Come on. You can win yeah. at this, no problem. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, Perfect Day at Coco Cay is what they call their sort of private island. Carnival has this private island, too, uh, where they it's really small, and apparently they own it. And, uh, oh, sure. You can, you can take the – I'm sorry I'm boring you with all this. but No, 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 you, no, no. You just got me in the middle of a yawn there. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, but uh, you can take the people to that particular island as part of your uh, travels, and uh, you can say, "Hey, this is your own private island. You can, you know, nobody can, nobody else can come here except there's other boats there <laughs> with, with other clientele." And you're like, "Okay, well, this is this isn't so private." So that was their that was Royal Caribbean's version was was perfect day at Coco Cay. So there's anything you could possibly want to do you could, if you want to go snorkeling, if you want to go. Uh, there's a, ma- a monstrous uh, water slide like it was so high up in the air I couldn't imagine uh, that you actually had to climb up it. Like if you mm-hmm. if you did, it would be like mm-hmm. it, it would take you forever. Um, I didn't even try uh, to do that, but uh, yeah, but I can tell you, my kids when we go to the water park, yeah. My kids, they seem like they run out of energy so fast when they have to, like, I don't know, clean their room or help <laughs> shovel. But, man, if there is a water slide and it's six stories up off the ground, they will go up those stairs 10, 12 times. <laughs> like it's nothing. The, and then just want you to keep going. And, and, and mind you, my kids are little, so I'm the one carrying their tubes <laughs> up up the up the st- yeah, but those kids. Oh man, my son gets home from school the other day. We got like this freak snowstorm. We got like six inches of snow out of nowhere. None of it was really forecast. It just was this little band of snow, and it just wouldn't leave us alone. Yeah. And it was like the heavy stuff, the heart attack snow. 
no. So I start shoveling the driveway. My kids get home from school. I'm shoveling. I'm like, hey, come on, guys, help me. My son picks up like three shovelfuls. I'm tired. <laughs> Man. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> you got to help. I'll give my daughter credit, though. She She's a trooper. She she does, uh, she does. pitches in her a lot when we do stuff like that. So, But she's also 10, you know, instead of him being seven. <sighs> at seven, ten, uh, fourteen, yeah. it didn't matter. If you asked me to do something I didn't want to do, yeah, I was, I was the same I was way. Immediately I, I, I don't tired. feel like it. Yes, I'm, I'm tired. So tired. Yeah. So that's uh, funny. You were talking about those those water slides being up so high, and that's all I can think of is my kids dragging me up those stairs over and over. <laughs> Daddy, let's go again. Oh my god. Okay, let's go again. And you're go. Oh man, and you're it's bare feet, and you're walking on like slippery stairs carrying yep. these tubes. I'm like, man, all right. All for Don't. 30 seconds of excitement. <laughs> Don't let them know about the perfect day at Coco K because those slides were not uh, – that was high, much higher than, than yeah. anything in the water park. My kids are starting to get to the point now where they're tall enough to go on all these things. Right. I mean, Trin's five feet tall. I know. I've seen the pictures. Yeah. yeah I, I, she wants to come with. Um, when I go to Chicago, and I was like, ah, this is just, there's no way that I could imagine her sitting in that room yeah, no. for seven hours. No. Maybe someday. No. Maybe someday they'll want to help, so help the old man. Yeah. Like my son wants to learn. He wants to, like, do it with, you know, but he's seven. Yeah. So, <laughs> as much as he likes baseball, I could see that's something that he would want to do someday and actually enjoy. Um, right going with but yeah no trin would be sitting behind us with with her laptop or her uh or her phone and just telling me how poor she is when's this yep. over yep kicking her kicking her legs on the chair and uh uh-huh. rocking uh-huh. back and forth yep. yeah no and that is not not for kids that is not a room for 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 a 10 year old in general <laughs> that's that's for sure um so yeah like i said a lot of sea days uh, a lot of time to uh, explore the boat if you don't have a wife that's sick in the room with, uh, with all sorts of things going on, but didn't have a chance to do uh, any of that. Didn't really check out the, the pool. Um, didn't get a chance to, uh, I wanted to, they have, uh, they had an uh, not ultimate, but they had a Texas Hold'em poker tournament on each oh. of the sea days. And okay. I, in, I intend, it was a hundred dollar buy-in too. And I was intending to go. And just never had a chance because, the, again, the first two sea days, uh, I was in the room nursing the wife. And then the second two sea days is when she decided to schedule the specialty restaurants for lunch that we didn't do on the first two sea days because she was sick. So that eliminated any chance for me to uh, to go down and check out those, those tournaments. Uh, but I was going to go. Uh, I did walk by the casino and saw that it was not. It, it was actually a, a Texas Hold'em table there. It was not uh, electronic. My big thing with Carnival, which I'm sure you don't remember, but I was intending to play Texas Hold'em on Carnival, but they didn't have, for, for whatever reason, they had real cards for Ultimate and they had <clears throat> real cards for uh, Blackjack. But for Texas Hold'em, they had computerized. And I'm like, I'm not playing that shit. No. No, oh, hell no. Don't know what the hell's going on without those computerized cards. So no, but no, they actually had a, a table that looked like they actually played with real cards for the Texas Hold'em tournament. So I was really uh, excited and interested to try that out. 
uh, but it did not work out. However, last night, the very last night, we have our last dinner. We tip the wait staff and say our, our goodbyes and all of that. And I told my wife, well, let's, let's go to the casino. Let's, you know, we're not going to stay there forever because we knew we had to get back to the room and start packing. Um, but just wanted to, you know, check it out and have a little fun and she, she could play a little slot and I would find the, uh, the ultimate Texas Hold'em table and play a little bit. I was intent to not, you know, spend every bit that I had in my wallet, but I did just, I, I, I had an inch. I wanted to just play a little, uh, she found me like five minutes after I sat down she said, okay, I'm going back to the room. <laughs> I'm like, you're already finished. So whatever wow. she wanted to do with the slots, they, they, they took that real quick. As for <laughs> me, I said, you know how slots can go. Just, I know you that know, feeling. Suck that I money know. right out. So as far as I, I go, I sit down at the, uh, the ultimate table and about 15 minutes of, of, you know, back and forth and lose some hands and win some hands and sort of break even. And then I go on a run of about three or four hands in a row that I won. And at the same time, the the guy across at the last position was cashing in his chips um, and, and trying to make change because he was on a bad streak and he was running down and he needed to make change. And I'm, I looked at him doing that and he's the one that was – you know, greeting me when I sat down at the table, like, hey, partner, how you doing? Hey, just watch me, and you, you'll figure this out. And I'm like, okay. Um, and then he's the one that's uh, starting to run down and needing to make change. And I said, you know what? That's a sign. You know me. When I see a sign, I take it. And I I was up, up I think, after that, about $100. And I said, yep, I'm out of here. Color me out, and I got the fuck out of there. So I was very, very happy to be up a hundred dollars and leave. There's no better feeling than to leave a casino with more money than you walked in. And it was the last night. So I couldn't go back and lose it back. So I'm very, very happy about that. So can't, can't do any better than that. When you go up and, and you actually heed the sign and figure out this is where I need to make my exit and just get the hell out of there. So yeah, that's my Royal Caribbean uh, review. Odyssey of the Seas, very big boat, very, well done. Uh, it's a it's a it's a newer boat, so the rooms are as about as modern as you can get. There's USB plugs. There's uh, a cooler in there. There's uh, the the balcony was was great. It was a better balcony than Carnival because the uh, not be, not just because it was a little bigger, but also because the seats were a little bigger. Like the chairs were there's a little more hip room for you know, someone like me that has, you know, big hips uh, is much more comfortable to sit on. So definitely recommend Royal Caribbean uh, over Carnival for a, a few different reasons, better service, um, better amenities, uh, better balcony, more room in the, in the seats. Um, the food was, uh, I think a little better. I think my wife would disagree, but I, I think it was actually a little better uh, overall in general on, on Royal Caribbean. Um, man, there was some, things uh that they that they had on some of those nights uh the shredded lamb was unbelievable uh there was another night where they had some sort of uh it was spanish night so they had some paella and they had some chicken that they cooked in some sort of red sauce and oh god it was so good um you you can go crazy on, on any of these boats obviously with all that free food but uh, for me actually I, I would say royal caribbean uh was was the was a higher quality than than carnival uh, so yeah, very high marks for me for uh, for Royal Caribbean. Wow, yeah, that is one of your better stories. Just not for fat people. That's all. 
well, <laughs> not that so much that. It's like, it wasn't just you know, you know, like horror stories, and then but we still had a great time. My wife got very sick, but we still had a great time. <laughs> we still had a hell of a time. Yeah, no, no, it was, it, that, that sounds like a uh, sounds like you get a good, you know, other than get you can't you cannot predict getting sick. You know that that's something that you just right. And you don't when know I that. Say, when I say got sick, I mean we wanted to send her clothes out for laundry service, and they burned them. So oh. yeah, sick. Oh my Real god! Sick. Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, I, I guess uh, if they're you know soiled to a certain point, they came back and told her, "Yeah, we got we got to incinerate those. We we can't wash those." So damn. So I, the, my my wife's review might not be as good as mine because she was <laughs> very sick, but. Yeah. But yeah, a uh, very, very good time was had. And can't beat the weather, obviously, in the Caribbean. 80 degrees every day. I was so sad when I came back home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it, oh. Sounds like, it sounds miserable. Oh. <laughs> we had snow uh, when I came back home here uh, last week. We had, we had snow down here. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I wanted to go back to a room. You can't back. blame me for that one. Yeah, you did not bring that on. That's, I did not that bring a- that one. That was a, another freak storm, uh, you know, similar to what you had, I guess. But yeah, we it was last it was last Friday night. Like it was the, the streets were dry at like 6 p.m. and I ordered DoorDash, and I swear to God, by the time she got here at seven, uh, the streets were covered in snow, and she was wow. calling me. Uh, the 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 girl on DoorDash was calling me and saying, "I can't find your house." That's how much it was snowing down here. Man, <laughs> it was 60 degrees here today. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was beautiful. Tough. All the snow melted. We got we got a pool in the backyard. Not intentional. <laughs> yeah, it was about seventy degrees. That snow melted too. fast. That sun hit it, and there's just there's literally a lake in my backyard. Um, so that's pretty crazy. So uh, I, I don't want to uh, rub it in. No, I don't want to tell you I told you so. But uh, Aaron Rodgers is still a Packer. Yeah, and I know you just keep hoping beyond hope, and I keep raining on your parade and telling you he's not going anyway. He's not going and no, you know. Um, <laughs> but it happened again. Your, your nightmare continues. Yeah, that it, that it does. Um, yeah, I, I, I have no, uh, I have no comment on the situation. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no, no comment. Uh, I think so you have I've... some colorful comments about that situation. Cocksucker motherfucker. Now, the way I see it is the, the Bears are, and, and it sort of ties into the, the, the strange Khalil Mack trade as well. Uh, yeah. But... You know, it's really hard to find <laughs> these these these, these uh, top-tier pass rushers, so I've heard. Uh, John Gruden told us that right after he traded one. Um, the way I see it is they're so the Chicago Bears are so far away, right? They're not really contending anytime soon, especially with Rodgers coming back and even before yeah. Rodgers, uh, new regime, new <sighs> yeah. coaching, new everything. Uh, Got to rebuild around uh, Justin Fields. They do not have the pieces in place right now to contend. They just don't. They're not going to for a while. You know, if the GM is good, they will in two or three years when Aaron Rodgers' contract will once again be up and he'll be ready to leave, hopefully. Uh, so I'm – that's sort of the way I'm taking it. Maybe I'm being Pollyanna. Maybe I'm putting on some rose-colored glasses. But 
I'm 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 being very uh, sanguine about everything. I'm I'm just look. We're not contenders, uh, and, and Aaron Rodgers can't play forever. He's not Tom Brady. He's uh, who obviously can retire and unretire uh, in the span of uh, the last time since we've been on the air. Um, so he can do whatever he wants. But I don't I don't anticipate Aaron Rodgers being Tom Brady. I should say he can't do that. He can if he wants, but I don't anticipate him playing until uh, he's 44 friggin' years old. Um, so two, three, four more years of Aaron Rodgers, and that'll be over with. And by that time, hopefully, if the new GM and coach know what they're doing, then Chicago will be ready to take over uh, the division at that point. So a little waiting game, but – you know, it, we can't take it over right now anyway because Justin Fields, based on his play, clearly is not ready to to take over the division, even if Aaron Rodgers left. So, right, that's yeah, that would be – obviously things would be a little muddier in that division, but, sure. the, you know, it would, be, it would be a little bit more open, but I don't think that that would become – you know, the Bears are all of a sudden – they'd still be the same team. And then you look yeah. at you know the Chargers make that trade. That's a team that looks like they're in. They're going in. They they know that whole division is going in. That whole well, AFC very... West, you know, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Broncos are all in. Russ Russ bombs in, in Denver. Yeah, the, the mile high Russ bombs. Yeah, gives Those you a little more air gonna... under them. <laughs> Those things are going to come down and bring rain. <laughs> it's going to be able to throw ninety yards in the air now. Um... <laughs> And, and it's Blake, fitting that the uh, throws and boop, just pops right out of the screen. <laughs> and it's fitting that the Chargers are gambling and they're all in because their coach loves, loves to gamble and go all in. So it's perfect. It, it makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah, there, there's a there's a lot going on uh, in the NFL offseason and in baseball, of course, as well. Because once they finally yeah. settled that and got the the new CBA. Then all these moves started happening. All these trades started happening. It was like, holy crap! All this stuff was backed up, and they're basically fitting like three months of off season into into three weeks. Uh, in a, in, you know, it's it's insane and impossible to keep up with all of it. But it's kind of thrilling. It's kind of exciting, and there's so much that still hasn't happened yet. Freddie Freeman still uh, hasn't signed yet. It's it's crazy to think about. Well, yeah, and um, everything is so compressed. Yeah. You know, because of the lockout, and now it's this mad dash with the with the season starting in three weeks. Right. That all of these free agents were like you couldn't sign these guys. It was a lockout, so now it's this 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 mad dash to the season and to get these spring training games played, and to get the season uh, started off on April seventh. They're saying just through a combination of um through a combination of like double headers and less off days, they're gonna. They're going to play them all. So you don't really have to, but okay. I'll, I'll, it only starting a week late, so. Yeah, uh, there's, there's nothing wrong with playing them all. There's plenty of uh, time to get them in. Uh, yeah. There's no reason to get rid of any dates because no one kind of you know wants to do it. The players don't want to do that because that costs them uh, some salary. The owners don't want to do that because it costs them dates. So yeah, yeah. there's there's they're they're gonna get all those games in if they can. Should yeah, they? they gotta sell those twelve dollar beers or whatever, you know? Uh, but yeah, I saw the Cubs sign some uh, some player out of Japan today. Um, oh yeah, don't know anything mm-hmm. about him. Other than he's a he's I guess he's a slugger. They've been waiting for him to come over. I guess he's Seiya, twenty-seven. Seiya Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they signed Andrelton Simmons. I'm like, okay, they must like uh, light-hitting defensive shortstops. <laughs> right. 
You know what, though? The guy's a 300 hitter. A 280, 300, at least that's somebody who you would think you could put at the top of a lineup. Perhaps. Well, you know, which is something I, that I think that team has lacked, although I know that the way the way Ross manages the team, he'll have that kid batting ninth. I think he's kind of been a, a nine batter for yeah. most of his career. I mean, that's kind of who he is. But, you know, put him at the top, you would, you know, that's for if he hit, – hitting – 280, 300 is fine, but like he doesn't really do anything. He doesn't really run. He's kind of there. <laughs> I, just, I just don't. You know, after having to see, uh, you know, Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo, and these are your leadoff hitters. <laughs> for you, oh right. my God, it, the stomach churning. Um, <laughs> no, they were definitely lacking in that. Yeah, that, that definitely. Uh, yeah, that's been a problem, you know, and of course, you know, you, you say things like that. People, ah, it's like you're thinking like it's the 80s. You don't, you don't need those tables. Man, you do. You, you still need that. You still need that guy who makes it go, right? And I've always, I've, uh, maybe I'm old school. Maybe that's where I am a little bit old school. I, I understand. Uh, I guess I understand both sides, though, too, because I understood uh, bad, when they had to bat Bryant or Rizzo or, or Kyle Schwarber up at one, like they didn't have yeah. anybody else that was any no. good at, at, at getting on base. So, you know, you do what you got to do. It's okay. Yeah. You're, it's a 40 home run guy, but he's hitting a leadoff because he gets on base. You, and, and, ignore and, the... you know, and obviously be, being now universal DH yeah. makes some of that more, more, more moot. You know, you can, you can stack your lineup and you can probably get much more creative as far as the way you, do your lineup compositions because, um, you know, you only bat lead off once, right? I guess is what they say. Exactly. Got to, got to make that lineup turn over and, and keep it going. Can't, can't just concentrate on lead off. I'm just not in baseball mode. And it's like St. Patrick's day tomorrow. You, you'd, I mean, I just would expect to be like completely in baseball mode and I'm just not yet. Yeah. It's I'm not really either, but I'm gonna to have to get there myself uh, with the fantasy draft that I have on on Yahoo, which is coming up. Uh, I think it's gonna be the the Sunday before the season starts, so it's not the seventh or the eighth. It's that Sunday before. So yeah, I got to get there soon myself because uh, this, this league is actually filling up quicker than I thought it would. So. Oh wow! Yeah. And for an update, uh, no, Rutgers and Notre Dame are about to go to their second overtime. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh. Well, basketball all through tonight for for those watching. It's eleven o'clock, almost. Yeah, and those almost still playing. This doesn't bode well for either one of these teams. Because <laughs> <laughs> whoever is lucky enough to win has to come back uh, two days later. Two days later, you get to go. Good luck, guys. Well, well, maybe I will change that pick. <laughs> that wouldn't be that wouldn't be unwise. I would tell you to change that one. Uh, you're you're right. <laughs> you you might want to think about that. <laughs> I might want to think about that one. Texas Tech. <laughs> I might like Texas Tech a whole lot more. I mean, it's really easy to just click that little bubble. Oh, <laughs> uh, look! Be like, the... You know what? I'm not taking the team that just played double overtime until probably <laughs> where are they playing? It's got to be midnight where they're playing. Oh, uh, in Dayton. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, if I do, uh, I, I may be audibling on that one because that just bodes very poorly for uh, 
if you get my, yeah, you know, I don't think you'd be uh, unwilling to allow me that. It's your bracket. You you make whatever pick you want to make. But I'm just saying that seems that seems like a a tough mountain to climb. And two days later, you got to go play Alabama. Right. And for anyone who wants to uh, keep up with our brackets or, or join up, I'm pretty sure I made the, that league public. So if anyone yeah. ever would want to do that, uh, any of our four listeners, um, okay. we're, we're not on Yahoo this year. Our group is on ESPN because I can't keep track of which group I put it, you know, I put our league in. Um, I can't keep track of who's Virginia Tech and, and who's uh, Vermont. Vermont, so, obviously. <laughs> oh, uh, that's good. Boy, good times. Know? And and I sat there doing my bracket today, and I said, you know, I, I'm writing these notes down of all everything that I want to say and get all my shit in, and I'm like, just don't mess anything up. I'm trying to write my notes as clear as I can so I don't mess something up, and then I look at VT and immediately think Virginia Tech. I'm like, uh, okay, well. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll learn that lesson next year. Write the entire damn team name down, not just the initials, because obviously that's too much for me. All right. And I just knew it was wrong, because I'm like, that's not even the right bracket. <laughs> right bracket, completely wrong school. Right, which is funny, though, because I had Virginia Tech as an upset, so I knew something was like, oh, man, he's got my upset. <laughs> uh, right. Not quite. Well, I have got I've got my bracket all saved. No way in hell am I taking a team to play till midnight <laughs> in a double overtime play-in game to go anywhere in the tournament. Uh, uh, I, I completely understand that. And that's it now. I, it's, I just jinxed it. Notre Dame and or, and or Rutgers <laughs> winning the whole thing <laughs> because they're tested. Right, they're they're battle tested. Oh, man. All right. Uh, so I have no idea about our other shows for uh, for the off season because I've been uh, – I'm not sure if Dave is going to be on board. Uh, I did text him the other day. He's still down in Texas. Doesn't seem like he really wants to be there, but I don't know, I don't know what's going on with him and his family at the moment. But Texas? Um, yeah, yeah, him and his mom down there. I believe they're with uh, his sister is uh, – his sister and her husband moved down to, to Texas years ago, and oh, okay. I think I think him and his uh, mother are down there now with them, basically ah. sort of living. So, uh, no, no, he'll be on yeah. Board. Doing the Oscars show without Dave, the movie expert, would be we might as well <laughs> just like pour gasoline on ourselves and light it on fire. <laughs> we, we basically gasoline just... ain't cheap. <laughs> God no. What is it down Man, there? What what are you what are you paying? Um, four down here. Okay, about the same here. It's been it was four oh nine, and then th- today I saw it was like three ninety eight. Like, ooh, it's a break. <laughs> like gas the the price the price of oil has gone down twenty five percent in the last week, but gas went down a dime. Uh-huh. But every time mm-hmm. oil goes up a nickel. They raised the price twenty five cents. I don't understand how that works. I think I understand. I think it's the same thing as always. Yeah. I think we all know how that works. Um. Well, it's so late. I can't even find the drop. Oh. 
didn't know which one you were going for. I figured either I figured you were either going for the Ted DiBiase. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was the one. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. And of course, there's the other one. It's all about the market. It's all about the market. Either one works. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's. I know. I, I think in Chicago is probably much worse. I think it's about five, five and a half, maybe. In yeah, Chicago. I know. When I drive down there, I'm, my my normal thing is I hit the Oasis out by Rockford. And that's where I gas up because that's like the last chance you get, mm-hmm. you know, and I, my car's fuel efficient enough that I can do all my driving around in the city and then get back out there on my way home to gas up again. Right. Because and I ain't paying whatever they're, these places <laughs> where you see it where they're six, six fifty. No. Yeah. No, no, I'm not no. paying $80 to gas up my little, you know, my little fuel efficient car. Yeah, that's why I figured I was going to have to uh, come find you when I do fly into Chicago because you're not driving all the way to Midway to get me, and nor would I ask you to do that. And I mean, the other... eh, it's Midway mm-hmm. on a Friday night. I mean, it's not like it's the hardest place to get to, but it's not the it's just easiest a... place to get to either. It's pretty. It's pretty for peace from where from where you're going to be. Eh, it's a hall. I mean, that's what Cicero and Forty Seventh. Yeah, that's, that's not close to O'Hare. That's all the way on the no. other side. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, but no, uh, now at least the, I know that's what you're doing. I'll try to I'll try to make sure I get a I get a room or a hotel somewhere, uh, access easy access to a a train. Yes, definitely uh, need that. Otherwise, I'll be Ubering it. And the other option was to uh, fly down there and rent. Uh, rent a car, and I, I looked in again, looking at the gas price. I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> yeah, not no, it's not. No, if not I do that, I, trip. no, if I if I do that, I might as well just drive my own damn car the whole time, you know? Right, which you've drive done there and drive home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we we, we have done that, uh, but I'm not doing that this year. No. <laughs> no. All right. Well, I'm right. I'm beat. I was you know I didn't didn't mean to get that yawn on air before. <laughs> hey. I was just trying I'm, to respond to, to something you were just like, you know, so I'll show you I'm still listening. I'm just like, uh-oh, uh-oh, <laughs> snuck out. Hope you didn't hear that one. It's okay. I, I understand. Um, yeah, like I was saying, I don't know when our next uh, show is uh, going to be. We're going to get all of that figured out uh, for our, the rest of our off-season kings of non-secular. Yeah, baseball but... preview would be coming yep. up in a few weeks. Uh, the, that would be the only one that we're up against as far as, like, we know that's going to be our next um, for sure show. That's three weeks from now. Well, the uh, the WrestleMania comes before that. The Oscars oh. come before that, I believe. Wow, that's, that, that was, it, like it's just this weird. This year's so weird just with baseball, yeah. football just ending, like, two weeks ago. No, it was a month ago. It was a month ago, but feels like it just still just ended. And everything else getting compressed uh, usually doesn't get compressed. Like it usually it's spread out a little more, but everything right. is getting pushed and smushed in the in the same direction right now. And then the draft comes up uh, uh, in a month. That's May. Pretty sure that's yeah. May. Or the end of April or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, no, that'll be our and that'll be uh, fun. So. No, and then you know, and if there's ever a dead period of, of of too much time, we'll we'll just be like, ah, let's throw up a show. Right. 
that that'll be later in the summer. But but not right now because right now we we got a lot going on. Um, yeah, I I just lost my board. We are in the after after show and we're gonna after after. <laughs> That's right. And I think we're both ready to, to call it night pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, back to All work right. tomorrow. I got three more days and then I got a week of vacation, so I'm All ready. Right. All right, he is Jay, I am Dre, this has been, in much less detail, the podcast, our March Badness edition. Again, if you want to check out our brackets and join our group, if we ever get a fan that did that, we'd be uh, stunned and grateful and we'll give you all sorts of shout-outs and love on the air. Um, That group is on ESPN this year, uh, in much less detail, I'm pretty sure is what I named it, although I'm not 100% sure, because as you can hear from listening to me tonight, I'm not 100% sure of anything that I'm saying at the moment. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it's up there somewhere on uh, ESPN. Uh, our next show is probably going to be, oh boy, um, it is late. I'm trying to figure it out. Probably uh, the the Oscars. I believe the Oscars is coming up at the at the uh, the end of the month. Um, but I'll have to look into that and double check it. In any event, uh, as you know, whenever our next show uh, comes up, we will. Be here, and I will tweet it out on my Twitter at IMLDDre whenever we are live. And so look out for that. If you're not following me on Twitter, then you should do so now. And we will see you whenever our next show will be. Everybody, enjoy March Badness, and we will down the road. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.